0: All right, four, three, two, one, let's go. This is the Pick 4 Podcast. Appreciate you joining us. Um, I'm going to get all this in up front so we don't have to mess around with it at the back. Um, pick 4 is like a real thing now. You can go there, subscribe to the uh, mailing list so you get updates on new shows, upcoming guests. Uh, all the social media links are there so I don't have to tell you all the ways to try to find me. Pick4podcast.com. Go click it. Appreciate it. This week, double guest, double barrel. Old time friends, 866 crew. I like that. Jamie mentioned that earlier today. That's right. Jamie Berryhill in the studio. Ty King in the studio.
1: Yo, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so loud.
3: <laughs> Sorry. That's his highlight.
0: Oh, okay. Today, um, we decided to go uh, musical choices today, and since Jamie Berryhill is here, and Jamie Berryhill is in fact uh, the lead singer of Highwater Revival, uh, if you haven't f- checked them out, you need to go do so. They played the Spoon pretty routinely. Um, since Jamie's here and he knows music, Jamie is going to take. He's going to pick the four. Do you want to call it the four best or your four favorite?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the four favorite because there's absolutely no way possible to pick the four best. Okay. There's just no way. I, I couldn't find a way.
0: Jamie's got tried, his me. four favorite country <laughs> artists from the 90s, and Ty is going to take, do you want to say four best or four favorite?
1: Uh, I'll say it's my four favorite, but there's some caveats. But I will say, yes, four favorite. I'll go with that.
0: Okay. Ty will take four favorite.
1: Hip-hop. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Say it. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, hip-hop slash R&B acts of the 90s. Yep.
3: Although it's harder to rebuke the the favorite instead of the oh, here's the, yeah. the actual right?
2: ironclad we, list. We of only top want four like four minimal
0: yeah. conflict here, not yeah. heavy conflict. I will uh, chime in with bits and pieces, but I'm mostly going <laughs> to let them uh, run the show. Mostly because... Uh, Jamie knows infinitely more about country music than probably Ty and I combined. That's I
1: true. Uh, Very true.
0: And uh hopefully that'll keep uh the podcast itself from lasting 4 hours. <clears throat> okay. How hard of a time did you did you have coming up with your favorite four? Well, getting it narrowed down. Yeah,
3: before. I mean that's the thing. I mean that, all these names just start popping into your head and you're going, okay, well this guy sold this many albums and he was on, you know, He's most popular, blah, 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 whatever. So I just went, okay, I'm going to forget all that and just pick four guys or groups or whatever that I like and see how that turned out. It still took me two or three days. And I'm not going to say – yeah, I started to say, let me just preface this whole conversation by saying that I'm by no means an expert by any stretch of the (laughs) imagination. But, you know, I mean, I'm a musician (laughs) and I'm a singer, whatever, yada, yada. But I'm just a fan of music in general and – Country music is what I grew up listening to. I feel like they're probably, even though they're the favorites, I really feel like they probably are the best or at least the the most popular artist of the 90s yeah. decade. So we'll just go with that and then see how it shakes out.
1: Uh, can I, I just want to say something that, you know, Jamie and I grew up next to each other our entire lives. I don't know, you grew up in Wilfrid as well, but yeah. Jamie and I, I mean, and which I hate the word literally, but we literally grew <laughs> up next door to each other. Literally. Yeah, we literally grew up next door to each other our entire lives. Like in the, Like since the house we were born in, basically. I mean, so 50 feet, probably. And I can remember, like one of my very first memories of Jamie, really, is I was over at his house. I bet we were five, maybe, four or five. And Jamie would run into the living room, sometimes clothed, sometimes not clothed, (laughs) but with a guitar. With a guitar, and he would just strum it as hard as he could. There was no rhyme or reason to it. And he would just say, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly, (laughs) Buddy Holly. And... You know, so, uh, so Jamie is a man, and he's awesome on stage, and then he plays yeah. his acoustic and with High Rider Revival. I, I'm I'm one of their groupies, and uh, I've yeah, been sle- haven't I've, s- I haven't I've slept <laughs> with everybody in the band yet, but, you know.
2: So. <laughs> Working your way up yeah, to the yeah, top. Exactly. boy. <laughs> if you
0: haven't seen him, you need to go check him out, especially since uh, COVID stuff's finally starting to lighten up a little. Everybody's able to uh-huh. get out a little more. You guys have more shows it lined is. up pretty immediately? Well,
3: yeah, we're starting to book a little bit more regularly now, but... There for a while, it was just touch yeah, and go. Nearly nothing. One show every four months in a you know fifty percent capacity venue. And was, yeah. I mean, it's still fun, but yeah, wasn't spectacular. But hey, it is what Ty, it is.
0: will you lower your mic just like an inch or so,
1: like move it away from me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. much better. Thanks.
0: Yeah, good deal. Okay, Jamie, you want to lead us off? Give us your 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 fourth favorite.
3: Well, yeah, and I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out of the way. <laughs> I'm gonna say Garth Brooks first because he has the well, probably the second biggest body of work that I can recall, other than my number one guy. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the guy, I did do a little bit of reading about it because I'm not a huge, huge fan of Garth Brooks, but he has a ridiculous catalog of music, and he's obviously toured the world 14 yeah, times over. 1,400 times and just been playing shows since the 80s when he started out in Oklahoma and all that stuff. But, yeah, he's definitely got to be on the list just – accolades alone not you know that's not even counting how really good he is i mean so it, i mean the guy sold 170 it's absurd like yeah, hundred and seventy million diamond certifications yeah, i was nine, looking at that earlier yeah it's absurd of his albums yeah. i believe i think it's what nine okay diamond. what
1: is oh that's is that above platinum It's above platinum. Oh, okay i yeah. got you well i don't it's, think any of my guys people have uh <laughs> diamond, so whatever.
3: i'm pretty sure i know who's on your list and i'll say that at least one of them does but, but yeah Maybe go ahead, I'm sorry. Seat, to but anyway, I mean I don't you don't have to sit here and go, okay, well, he's won this many awards. I mean, he's won well, Entertainer it's, it's of the countless. Year. Yeah. I mean, you could sit here all night just going off of the you know, award list and always he's a member of the Grand Ole Opry, yada yada yada. But I mean it's it's just an impressive career. All and around. everybody I mean,
0: knows yeah. at least probably more than one. Yeah. Garth Brooks. Oh. So, like friends in low places, that's yeah. that might be mm-hmm. The most popular country song of the, of the decade we're talking about.
3: Yeah, we also we play a few of his. We do that summer. And my favorite song of his though is the Red Strokes. I, love, I don't know if yeah, you guys remember go- no, the video. I know that one. We're in the video, oh, and he's in the white yeah. suit playing the piano, and just mm-hmm. paint just starts pouring out of his pants. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, huh? awesome. Yeah.
2: It is cool. If, you're a,
3: if you had CMT as a kid and you had to jiggle the card in the <laughs> <laughs> in the cable box just right to Actually see it. Actually, had her, to yeah. get up and go turn the yeah. dial. 33, <laughs> 34, yeah. 35. Yeah. So that's the the first guy on my list. I mean, I didn't want to spend a, a huge amount of time on the guy because we've got, you know, I don't know if we're on a limited time frame here. We're not. You can just well, spend all yeah. night talking about that Well, guy and, that's our problem. Jamie, you've yeah. known me yeah. for,
1: since I've already established that. But yeah, when I'm on the podcast, I mean, she's <laughs> boy, it could go there's on forever. Wor-
0: there's words aloft everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I love it, what, So that's your
2: favorite
1: song? Is I'm is uh, Red Strokes? Yeah, That's I your like favorite song. Yeah, I don't know why.
3: Mm-hmm. I think it's mainly just because of the video. I mean, we grew up in the yeah. music video era. MTV, mm-hmm. yeah. CMT, all that stuff. And it was just cool to see. Nobody does that anymore, you know? Mm-mm. I, mean, it's, I mean, they do, but it's just yep. not as quality of, you know, the production quality yeah, is a little bit less. And no one different. cares. Yeah. I mean, kids today are not running home after school and throwing their backpack off at the door to watch MTV or somebody perform. What on was
0: the, the show that came on in the afternoons? Was it... Uh,
1: Oh,
3: countdown oh, on MTV. Yeah, was oh. it uh, that they did like the daily Dial MTV? Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, we go. They had to call in Request or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was it. Dial I thought you were MTV. talking about Yo MTV Raps. No, well, that, <laughs> that I mean, was, yeah, but well, yeah, well, that that was yeah was no, same say, thing. Yeah. yeah, we did. We used to watch the countdown all the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's junior high and whatever. So, mm. um, my favorite Garth Brooks song. I mean, I'm not just an R&B. Hit, I like all kinds of music yeah, except yeah. for like. I did come across a Viking metal the other day. That's not my thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not quite my forte. Yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> but, uh, uh, man, my favorite Garth Brooks song is really an obscure one, but it's, uh, uh, it's Jamie, you'll know the name of it. I don't know the name of it really. It's my favorite one, but I don't know the name. It's She's Sun and Rain. She's Fire and Ice. A little crazy. She's Every
3: Woman. I think that's. Yeah, uh, yeah She's
1: Every Woman, man. That awesome. song is amazing, man. Yeah, that's great. That song. I like You know uh, when you co
3: wrote that song with a girl? No kidding! Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember how much uh, of his
0: own stuff does he write? Do you know?
3: I would say he's co-written about eighty percent of it. Really? I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I I'm not, I like don't dudes know that. that
0: write their own stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, I probably like Baton Rouge. Oh yeah. And
1: uh, Thunder Rolls, one. you know,
0: classic type stuff.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I I have a great memory of Garth Brooks when I was in I want to say seventh grade or eighth grade. Um, we had a party at Mike Walton's house for his birthday, and uh, nobody would do anything. It was like one of those girls are on one side, guys are on the other. And mm-hmm. Nobody, would until you played the dance by Garth Brooks, and then <laughs> you went over. I mean, it was like immediate attraction, you know. Yeah. So um, I remember,
2: mm.
1: might have had my first—not my first kiss, but my first real kiss—maybe if been to the dance by Garth oh, Brooks. Hey. Nice, yeah.
0: Memories.
1: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Okay, Ty, give us your fourth. Okay, most here we go. Favorite. All right, I have to. Of course, you know I have to start it off with uh, some my back, back story. Yes, is uh, one. I love hip hop and R and B music. All right, even as a kid, a young kid, and Jamie can attest. Like I loved to break dance, and I did break dance. Like not competitively, because I don't know if that's a real thing. But for Lubbock, Texas, like I would do talent shows and all kinds of things. And I mean, I love Hip hop music, and I don't know where it came from, but it uh, just—it's in my blood, and I've loved it ever since. Now, like I said, I like all music, but hip hop and R and B music, man, just really, really resonated with me. So when you asked me to do this, the first thing I thought of was like, all right, it's impossible to do four. So what I'm going to do is four, one from each geographical location. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that doesn't work out. because I stopped because uh, I even wrote it. I even drew a picture of the United States (laughs) and I know that's not good for podcasting. It's not visuals aren't good for podcasting, but, uh, so I, I I drew a picture of the United States. My
0: personal favorite is the, (laughs) the erect penis Northeast corner. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You like that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's called the main vein. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so, if you can see, like, I just wrote, like, okay. And then I started writing, like, all my favorites from the West Coast. And I started writing all my favorites from the East Coast. And then I had the Dirty South down here. Yeah. So, but then <laughs> Man, I, I like, love this, actually. <laughs> that looks like a... Uh... <laughs> and then, But in the Midwest, as you see, there's only three. And so, didn't, I didn't write any. It's just Eminem. Yeah, it's M&M. hard to come up with your favorite South M&M Dakota Det- <laughs> rapper. Yeah, well, Eminem from Detroit, Bone from Cleveland, R. Kelly from Chicago. So, you know, there's just three, really, right there. But so, that idea didn't plan out for me.
2: I like where, where it started, so it though. Started. I love yeah, it. I yeah, love yeah. it.
1: Exactly. So, um, and then, you know, I was like, well, so I have to, in order for you to make this list interesting and a little bit, I like to be off the, off the beaten path a little bit. Sure. I threw out the top people because everybody, and even including myself, would say Tupac and Eminem and Biggie. I mean, those are all three rappers, not necessarily R&B, but they're in the hip hop genre. And so I didn't put them on there. And I even wore my Biggie t-shirt tonight. I did have a a Notorious B.I.G. t-shirt on. But those would be in my four. But that's just, I mean, that's, Everybody, we want to go a layer under. Yeah, right? everybody does Let's that. get Every, a layer I mean, deeper. I, now, don't, I don't want to get any hate mail. Not that I would, but like, because you don't have Eminem in there. I mean, dude, I mean, come on, you know, or, or Tupac. I mean, well. yeah. Nobody I, hate me. Yeah, no, I, no, come mean, on. I mean, but seriously, though, uh, like, it, it, I'll be honest with you. If I remember in 1995 or 1996, when All Eyes on Me by Tupac came out, that album. Of course, I would loved Tupac in 1991 when his first album came out, Tupac Let's Now. But, um, which, Brendan's Got a Baby is one of the greatest rap songs ever t- of all time. And, and, you know, it doesn't get much. He wasn't real popular then. but No, and, it was sort of after the fact. Yeah, him. yeah. So, but for me, it was I loved it, you know. And, and If My Homies Call and all that, it was on that album. But uh, if I told myself, if, I think this, if All Eyes on Me, the album, had came out when I was a senior in high school, I would have been all state in basketball. There's no <laughs> doubt about it because nothing fired me up more than "I can't deny it, I'm a straight rider." You don't want to, boy. And I you're was right like, up. man, I would be the illest. So, so I took that out. All right, so Tupac. I was just going to say
3: you'd be a better three-point shooter, or you would have been. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> you're pretty good. You only, probably would have been. Only Tupac could help me. That's that's the only thing. I'm <laughs> Who's your shooting coach, Tupac? <laughs> yeah, Tupac <laughs> So, my number four. As I, yes. Little my the notes sound chair, effects, mm-hmm. love it. Is Mr. Sean Corey Carter? Okay, A.K.A. J.Z. Good pick. Good yeah, pick. it's my number okay. four. Um, the Original nickname was oh, really? Jazzy, um, which you know he got that in high school. And I do love, man. He is just such a great storyteller, and I yeah, love we, a lot of his like. A, yeah, agree. And he's a great storyteller with his rhymes, and um, he can do hardcore almost i mean almost to a gangster rap but also can do you know like an r&b nearly like yeah, you know where it's a pop not, know, yeah almost gets into the pop movies. stuff like and, yeah string right. arrangements and yeah and i mean his early in his early careers man he was it's funny i didn't i was researching jay-z a little bit some things i didn't know well in the early 80s he lived in london for a while and i don't know why but he did um which is pretty cool uh, i did know this fact about jay-z is uh he uh, doesn't write any lyrics. It's all in his head. Pretty amazing.
0: It just it's he freestyle writing. like it, oh well, he writes it in shit. his head. Yep. That's just, impressive. Yeah. I didn't know. I that mean either. and
1: he's pretty wordy sometimes, so it's uh yeah. Which um is is uh cool. And uh Rolling Stone ranked him eighty eighth uh the number eighty eighth artist of all time of any like most Influential. Yeah. Yeah. 88, which is pretty impressive of of all the genres, of any artists. I think they included, like, I mean, art, not just musicians.
0: Well, that's sort of – Yeah. Like, not to cut off your story, but Mm -hmm. as I was sort of going through mine, I'm not really going to make a list tonight. I'm going to let Ty and Jamie do all the talking, but (laughs) I wanted to be able to, like, add bullet points here and there. So I had a super hard time with this half of our our choice here. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where I was like, well, I'm going to have to like, I can't pick individuals. I'm going to have to pick groups yeah. because guys in those groups then broke off and might have influenced, you yeah, know, well, somebody else down the line and somebody well, else down the line. And I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs>
1: later <or> later, <laughs> but yes, you're exactly right. So so
0: like yeah. as I went through mine, I ended up with
1: four not solo artists. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, nice. I like that. Yeah. No. But I mean, I see I could have see done that. this. It would have been even just as hard for me to do if you just said, hey, pick uh, four R&B groups of the 90s. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I'm a real nerd when it comes. I mean, I listen to stuff that, I mean, I bought the stuff at CD Warehouse that was on sale for 88 cents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this group looks cool. I forte. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever know Forte? Forte, golly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're talking about rapping Forte? Rapping Forte. Oh, dude, he's West Coast, baby. He did songs with, he, man. Too Short. Yep. He did a song with uh, Tupac. Too. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Yep. So, rap man, shoot. You don't try to fool me. Yeah. So, uh nice. but, can't bust me on Fortnite. Uh you know, and, and as we know Jay-Z, you know, married uh, uh Beyonce and I was which, waiting for you to mention it. I'm that. Yeah, sorry who? I, uh, yeah, <laughs> Beyonce, which uh I, I mean, I hate to go off on these long stories, but no, it's, it's funny fine, that uh yeah. she, you know, she's from Houston and they were in she was in Destiny's child.
2: Mhm.
1: Um interesting and I don't remember what I want to say 1998-99 they performed in Lubbock at the Fair Park Coliseum and Destiny's uh, Child did yes and I was friends with Corey Carr the now the then basketball player at Tech
2: yeah
1: and uh well, so we had free tickets and we went and, and we had backstage passes and we, but I mean Destiny's Child had one song back then and I don't even remember what it was and they were young like they were Kids, yeah. No, they're no, playing I mean, they were they were like high school loving you know? Fair Park Coliseum. Yeah, you're probably not rolling real high yet. No, and I mean it wasn't packed or anything. Yeah. It was just they had the floor only, you know, there's nobody sitting up there. there. people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh Corey and I were in the back green room, you know, just hanging out and and uh I'll never forget if it was uh Kelly Rowland, not Beyonce, but Kelly Rowland who was in Destiny's Child, who's very popular. She came up to me and Corey and she goes, Hey, can y'all get us some drinks? Get us some drinks." and we were drinking. And uh, I looked at Corey. Corey looked at me, and he's like, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Of course, he plays basketball for Tech. He's like, man, I can't get in trouble like this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Beyonce's dad, who's known as a uh, disciplinary and hard-ass, he came in there and goes, get the F away from those girls. Get away from the girls. Kelly, get back from them. You know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, we're not hitting on them, nothing. Total dad move. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I really didn't even know they looked like. But associating with with the help. The only reason you knew what they looked like was, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) They were, just, they were in their like, outfits like, The only reason I would even know That they were in the band yeah. I mean, the group But uh, I wish I could It's not Bills not, It wasn't that song But they had a good their, their, their first hit It was like their But Pretty cool story I didn't I don't know if I met Beyonce or not I wish I would really know if I did But Were you yeah. even 21 yet When this happened? That's what I was yeah, trying to do I think it was 1998
3: I there. <laughs> I was, was going yeah. to tell your mom You were underage drinking <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure she already knows that <laughs> yeah.
0: All right all right, Jamie, give us your number three favorite country artist of the 90s.
3: All right. Well, before I do that, I think we should hold your feet to the fire and make you do, like, you know, <laughs> instead of that, we should make you do a, a country artist. Okay. I, uh, but, you know, no, I mean, to I'll be go. Fair, go but.
0: I did have uh, Garth Brooks on mine. Okay. I mean, how could you not, right? Yeah, but. of course.
1: Exactly. Whether you love, yeah, like you said, yeah. whether you love his work even, or not, yeah, even if you hate the guy, he was that popular. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, and his documentary from. on A and E was awesome. I mean, it was like a three-part. You, you put know, it talked about that. Yeah,
3: the only thing that bothers me is awesome. that. Every time he talks, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's either a life lesson to be learned oh, yeah. or a tear shed. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. you can't just sit gets, next to the guy tiresome. and go, hey, man, yeah. how's it going? Oh, well, yeah. you know, my dad used to say, yeah. you know, and just start laughing at <laughs> yeah. each his eyes. Already crying. I'm like, yeah. yeah. The guy just, he's a habitual crier, and he's yeah. like a philosopher. Because he would say all that like, in that documentary. He'd <laughs> he go, he go,
1: and you know, man, you know, when I was driving from <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma to Nashville, Tennessee, man, it, Biggest lesson I ever learned in my life was that That's you can. You can, all, yeah, you can always come back home, man. Even though you think you can't. That's what he would say. This it was one like, time. Every time. Four
0: hundred <laughs> times I did it. So I mean, he put out nine albums in the decade, and they were yeah. like we said earlier. They're all. Yeah, they're all infinitely yeah. popular. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Except for the the whole Chris Gaines thing. Though. Well, I, I mean, even that yeah, one that, that, did a I bunch of business. Yeah. Of if nothing it did, else. But I thought it was kind of dumb. I, now, I'm not a critic or anything. I just wasn't a fan of it. I'm not gonna say it wasn't good, but that's kind of like. I
0: think he was bored at that point, because that was yeah. the end of the yeah. decade. Yeah. yeah, what do you do when He'd you've already, already done everything Yeah, murdered to the do. first eight yeah. years of the decade. Yeah. So he's like, well, let's try something totally off the wall. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You've mastered Music Row and the rest yeah. of the world in music. I, mean, what else I is understand there where he's coming yeah, from. you got to get experimental yeah. at some point to change it up. I don't know if the Beatles are I don't
0: remember any of the music from it. I don't not either. It. So I, I don't know if that speaks to the, uh, the cheesy, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the bangs yeah, and the <laughs> hair and everything. <laughs> that was awesome. The <laughs> swooshy hairdo in the, the face. The haircut yeah. and the little yeah. Fu yeah. Manchu patch. Yeah, yeah, soul soul patch. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: wow.
0: Okay, give us anyway. your uh, third one there.
3: Um, I'm going to – really, this is my number one guy, but I'm just going to do it since he's fresh on my mind and I – pretty much know everything there is to know about the guy is Travis Tritt. Yeah. He's, oh, are, right? he's just, the guy's legendary, first of all. That's my number one. And I, I think, I mean, he's just a great singer, and he's a good songwriter, and his haircut is all time. I mean, he has, <laughs> yeah. the guy has a mullet. He was not gotten rid of the mullet. It's you know, like Billy Ray still Cyrus has on steroids. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of uh, going yes. a little skinny up top, and he still has it. I mean that is He do you do you Travis? Hillbilly Georgia Deluxe, man. <laughs> he's just an awesome singer and he's probably just one of the nicest guys. I mean, I've he's on Twitter all the time. No, I haven't met him, but I mean, I've you know, interacted with him on Twitter and stuff like that. Just basically to, you know, fangirl on him and tell him yeah. how awesome he is and all that. But even if it's just him with an acoustic guitar and there's 50,000 people in the arena, it's just amazing. i love that.
0: What's your Favorite
2: Travis Trout song. Oh that's Or Gimme Gimme Two song. all well, time sorry. has
3: helped me hold on. I love that. Yeah. But then you know, also going back to the whole music video era. I don't know if you guys remember the any more video whenever yeah. he was in the wheelchair and yep. the mm-hmm. basketball court. Yeah, he did this thing, uh basically to pay homage to the military veterans. and yeah. veterans yeah. and things like that. And he did one I mean Probably had a screenplay and writers yeah. and everything to it. It was just Oh, wow. Awesome it was video. cinematic. Yeah. yeah, to the Anymore video. It yeah. was awesome. All his songs are awesome. Yeah. And when he kind of started fading out, he came back in with, uh, what's the song? I Got Rice Cooking in the Microwave oh, yeah. Great Day to Be Alive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Randy okay. Jackson produced that one. I don't know if you guys knew that, but yeah. From American he, I From I American Idol. Yeah, yeah. Bass player Randy Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he was a bass player. Journey yeah. Randy Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Anyway, he called him up and he produced that record and brought him back to prominence, I guess, on a national level after that. And is he still
0: was, making new music?
3: I think he is. I don't know if it's as mainstream as it was, but, it, you know, I mean, none of those guys are nowadays. But that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say.
0: Like, that's just a hard thing to do once yeah. you yeah, sort of reach that point in your life. I think it's just a generational life. thing. I yeah. mean, of
3: course, you know, I mean, just like when we were kids and our grandparents were listening to Hank Williams Sr. and all that, we didn't like it. We were like, the heck is this? Boxcar yeah. <laughs> Willie, what's yeah. that? <laughs> Boxcar Willie, really? don't yeah. even bring that guy up. <laughs> but You know, I mean, when you get older, you, you have a different appreciation and some. You know, I think you get from, to a point, yeah.
0: like in life, and I certainly feel like I have sort of arrived at this. Like, I'm I'm on the verge of quitting learning new stuff. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Even when apps change, when they do like an update on your phone and, you, and that app changes, I'm like, <laughs> like what? This is not Here the same go. as it was yesterday. Yeah. Or you what, what new, new do I have to yeah. do now? Or the new operating
1: system? You know, you're like, oh, uh,
3: come basically on. you're turning yeah. into the get off my lawn guy, yeah. which is that's I, pretty I think much everybody all of his, gets there yeah, though. Yeah, like, Mid 40s. Oh, I am there. Start, just start yeah. to go downhill.
1: See, I think all yeah. the guys we're talking about are the, are the groups or the girls, whoever, uh, it, guys that were popular in the 90s or even 2000s. If you go see them in concert. And you're like, yeah. And then it, it's every time, man. uh it'd be like the Eagles are playing. I went and saw the Eagles. I've seen them a couple of times, but when they'd be like, "All right, guys, we're gonna play something from our new album. This is new stuff we're coming out with right now." And you're like, "Oh man, come on!" It's not what everybody's yeah. there for, though. I know. Before, though. So, yeah. I know. That's like, dude, really? And it
0: sucks for them. I know it does suck. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're still trying yeah. to create stuff, and everybody's and, like, "Yeah, it's be relevant." Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "No, no, yeah. we don't want that." Yeah. Give us the one that yeah. we have the emotional attachment to, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> you know, from 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Somebody
3: exactly. like Travis Trudeau go, All right, well, here's one called Here's a Quarter. And they're like, Wait, you need a quarter? What's a payphone? That's awesome. You put a quarter
1: in the phone? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean,
3: so just that's the just the genera- generational aspect, excuse yeah. me, yeah. of yeah. just going from one point to another. But I still like it. And even artists like Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and things like that, they were around. When I was a kid, riding around my granddad's El Camino, that yeah. I can still yeah. recall vividly. Yeah. I love that stuff. But at the time, I was going,
2: what the hell yeah. is this? Well,
3: why is
1: he it? singing about being yeah. in jail? Yeah.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the right. yeah, yeah, exactly. me, on the block um, you know, back
1: you in know, those days. Well, but, uh, it, I mean, I know you remember this, but Jamie and I went together to see him in concert, Travis shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. saw him at Midnight Rodeo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about that is he was doing a blue-collar tour. He called it his blue-collar tour, um, and not a ticket that he sold on a ticket was over 20 bucks That's and dope. this whole tour he was like you know these are people that probably never got to see me play this is their chance to get to see me in concert and you, you know what i remember about that concert more than anything what? do you <laughs> remember the girl that was in the audience his fiance she ha- they haven't been married yet there is his fiance this might be the might be the hottest girl I've ever yeah, seen. In my really, <laughs> to
3: his, oh my his God. smoke show. Yeah, it yeah. was like holy Complete cow. Smoke show. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, the dude's a millionaire. Yeah, but let's yeah. not take Fun, away funny from how the that fact works, that he right? has a mullet. He, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he plays guitar, which the mullet has basically juice. Basically, gives dudes with. A mullet and a speck yeah. of musical ability—a chance to land a chick like that, or yeah. hopes to land a chick like man, that. He's, but, but, but it's he's, false hope. Yeah. I'm telling you right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot, No offense man. to yeah. my wife.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Lori.
3: Shoot,
2: man. I don't
1: know, but I, man, uh, I want to be somebody is my favorite song of his. That's a classic. I like moment. that one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome.
0: I yeah. admittedly don't know a lot of Travis Tritt, mm. but like, mm. you know, know, here, a here's a
1: quarter. I know that one. Yeah. That one I know. Yeah.
3: We can sit here for the rest of the time yeah. and talk about Travis Tritt and yeah.
1: his, I mean, just uh, like. Uh, and man, Jamie and yeah. uh, his uh, shows with How Water Revival or even when he does solo Because man, he plays a couple of Travis Tritt songs if you want him to. And you did last week when I saw you, what, did you do mm-hmm. Help Me Hold On? I did. Man, it was like, he sings it. It is freaking I awesome. I don't know that. Yeah. I might know it if I heard yeah, it. Yeah, you heard it, you would. But he, Jamie plays that, man. It's, dude, I don't mean to sit up here and just like pat you No, that's all right. But, I won't dude, sing it for copyright purposes. Yeah, but, yeah. but dude, yeah. it is freaking <laughs> sweet when he sings that, man. I get pumped. Where are we at?
0: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Ty, give us your third uh, All right,
2: third let's favorite. go to number three.
1: three. All right, see this? I'm getting to where you were talking about earlier, about what branches off, from, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so, tree. Yes, yeah. this would be the tree that spawned a bunch. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I'll say that this, that they were real popular in the 80s, early 80s, mid-80s, from Boston, Massachusetts. New edition. Oh, yeah, uh, but New edition. they also were popular in the 90s. So... That's why yeah. I chose them, um, uh, man. New edition. So, it's so a group of guys from uh, from Boston, and uh, they had real hit, her awesome hits early. They were kids as yeah, a kid the, group. You had yeah, that Cool It Now, Mister Telephone Man, Mr. Telephone yeah, Candy man. Girl, yeah. So, oh, so yeah. yeah, so they they were real popular early, but then uh, you know they even when they got older they even became. Um, they, they were still held their own with uh "If It Isn't Love," and they had you know "Can oh, You That's Stand the Rain?" Yeah. yeah, "If It Isn't Love." Also, classic video, and they do these dance moves. And "If It Isn't Love," they do like choreographed dance moves. And I think it was last year or the year before, the Seattle Seahawks scored a touchdown, and they did the "If It Isn't oh, really? Love" routine. <laughs> yeah, like six of them did. It was so awesome. Yeah, and I was trying to tell. Dallas and Donnie and Nick, the guys I watch football with, I was like, dude, they're doing the new edition dance. And they're like, uh, what are you talking exactly. about? What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, New um, edition of what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, okay, so in, in the eight in, when they uh Cool It Now, one of the, the uh, Michael Bivens raps, and he says, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, if I love a girl, who cares who you like? And so that is the name of the guys in the group. So get this. So Michael Bivens says that. You have Ronnie DeVoe. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, Ricky Bell, mm-hmm. that's
0: Bell DeVoe. Yeah, there's yeah.
1: Bell Bib DeVoe right there. Mm-hmm. Bobby is Bobby Brown. Yep. So, and then you have Ralph Tresvent who released a couple of really good albums solo. Yeah. And, uh, but was a self-admitted businessman and wrote songs about being a businessman and didn't even, but he was really the lead singer of No Edition, Ralph Tresvent was. Yeah, he was, uh, uh, yeah. was had a vocally great... kind of a notch above all the rest of the yeah, guys. And, uh, yeah, and had a hit song, Sensitivity. Um, solo in the 90s. But so, big blow up for them in the 90s was after the If It Isn't Love album. I don't care if that's what it's called, but you no, know, I think their album was called Boys to Men. Um, oh. Yeah. Which, so. Uh, Is
3: that where the name came from? They steal it from the new edition album um, title? Yeah, I'm getting to that. Possibly. Oh. I'm getting to that.
1: Oh, so, there's a story. I was Bobby Brown. Likes- yeah, Bobby Brown left the group, okay, uh, to do solo. Career yeah, he was and big was, time. yeah, now he became. Which he was because, pl- yeah, he was awesome. Marks. Yeah. I mean, you know, every little step and uh, my prerogative. And you those know, so, they'll still quack. They, yeah, right? exactly. Is that and what the kids mean, say? They, they whack
0: No, <laughs> they slap.
3: Yeah, they slap. Or, <laughs> yeah. That's a bop. A bop, that's like that. yes. I all the time well, Charlie the drops bop yeah. on me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start talking so. about them – I almost feel like I'm watching a behind the music episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no. So, yeah. So uh, Bobby Brown reveals.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yes. You know, and he went on to for further like got famous for getting in trouble with the law, married He was with, the bad boy Married Whitney Houston. Yeah. You know. He was my and, favorite though. Yeah, yeah. I mean he was oh, a great dancer and I mean he had some great songs and and individually but he was also yeah Rony, my <laughs> Tender Ronnie yeah. Yeah. I mean that's my favorite one yeah and i mean it, it, and if it didn't good enough as a later album think good enough good enough baby. yeah he's i mean he had some great songs anyway so they had to re- they replaced Bobby Brown with Johnny Gill so oh, yeah. Johnny Gill was a new addition which he was young un- unknown at the time and then he released several solo albums that were very popular yep uh, my, 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 rub you the right way, all that kind of stuff. So then they split off and did their own thing. Ralph T, I talked about Ralph Treswett doing his thing. Johnny Gill did his oh. thing. Bobby Brown did his thing. So the other three formed their own group in 92, Bell, Biv, DeVoe. It might be the, the <laughs> most killer.
0: Like if I were to have to pick four. The top four like R and B songs or hip hop songs
1: from the 90s? I yeah. think Poison's, Poison. Poison. Yeah. Poison's gonna yeah. be up there. Yeah, yeah I love. Course. Man, I love. You know, you never trust a big button a smile, no. which is a uh, you know, classic line. But they line. released that man, and I can remember going to West LA as a kid, and, and I was yeah, like in ninth grade. Eight, yeah, it's a teen club, you know, man, and I couldn't wait for them to play Poison and Do Me, and yeah. uh, you know, and <laughs> their two biggest hits at the time, which I mean, unbelievable album and hip hop songs. It wasn't Ricky Bell and Ronnie DeVoe could sing. Mike Bibbins could not really, he could sing but not really well. He could, he would rap every now and again, but he could produce. He was a producer. One night backstage at a Bell DeVoe concert, four guys approached him, one who could sing, because that's what they said. It's four guys, one who could sing, which is a quote in Motown Philly is it boys to Men? and then he mm-hmm. he founded boys to men wow he produced i didn't them. know that yep so and their uh album boys not boys to men's but new edition they have a song called boys to men and that's when he named them boys to men and they're from philadelphia and and so yeah so is that like so yeah in homage or uh i mean i don't really know the too. full what do you mean
0: I mean, was there any
1: no no, no hard feelings? Animosity? No, no. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to name that group Boys to Men because of that song that, that New Edition did. We did with New Edition. Okay, yeah. that was
3: Before the East Coast West Coast feud,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but these are or, all, they're, they're the, all East yeah. Coast.
1: They're all yeah. East Coast anyway. But yeah. and of course, the singers really didn't get into it. But yeah, so but Michael Bibbins when he heard them sing, they did it acapella. That dum mm, dum da da yeah. dum dum da. They sing it in Motown Philly. Uh, what they sang for him. That's a so cool. part of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so cool. And um, man, the rest is history. And that's so all you have boys to men, you know? Yeah. So that spreads because that that's why I couldn't be like, well, I have boys to men and I have double <laughs> <Bubba> DeVoe <laughs> and I have no addition, but they all so, kind of hold hands it, it, and stand it, in a <laughs> circle. So it and counts then, as yeah. one. Yeah. And then Bibbins also uh, at the same, about the same time discovered uh, another bad creation, ABC. ABC yeah. 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 So it's
3: all like a big giant tree. Yeah, so it's all started with new addition, you know, Mm -hmm. and so
1: you could go out into, you know, all different directions. Yeah, actually, how that shakes out. Yep. So Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, and Johnny Gill, shout out. I like that baby. Good job. Thanks.
3: I'd also like to point out that I'm the singer, and he's done more singing than me. (laughs) He's singing R and B. He's singing country. He's rapping. I'm just going whatever. Stand back and let him perform.
0: Right. (laughs) I'm out. Um, I uh, let's do this. Um,
3: let's hear one of your country guys. Yeah, I was yeah.
0: sort of leery about what to bring up because I don't want to like. Well, that's fine. We have your, the same one. Your, your train of it. thought.
3: Then we'll just have a big giant debate um, about it, or throw facts at each other, or whatever we need to do.
0: But I put uh, for another one of my country guys. Uh-huh. I say guys. Um, Alan Jackson. Right. Uh, he had eight albums during that decade. Uh, like. Pretty popular songs. Gone Country, uh, Don't Rock the Jukebox, Chattahoochee. Yeah. I mean, how famous Hello, is, you know, it's hotter than a hoochie coochie. And you like know that was a popular league. song. Yeah,
3: the guitar part. That's uh, yeah. Uh, Another thing about it, there's a guy named Brent Mason that's a phenomenal guitar player that was a session guy in Nashville. Played on all those records from the 90s. Really? I'm sure, I don't even know if he played on Garth Records, but he played on most of Alan Jackson stuff. He's played on George Strait Records. So all those recognizable See, that's, guitar parts, yeah. That's, that's why he's know. here. Yeah. yeah. There you well, go. There's one fact. Dropping I know. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I'll
1: drop a fact on you. He's one of my least favorite country artists of all time. <laughs> really?
3: Alan Jackson, really? <laughs> I can't stand
1: him, dude. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't love him, but... I know enough
0: songs and know yeah. that he was pretty commercially popular. Yeah.
1: I'd just as soon settle for a burger and a grape snow cone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> then listen to Alan Jackson.
0: All right. No, I come mean, it's, on, it's more like
3: the, a. <laughs> the seriously, poppy I don't like it. But, you know, having great musicians in your band makes it more appealing, I guess. I mean, because yeah. if it was him with a bunch of crappy players, nobody would give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, his songs are good. Not every one of them, but the guy's got a greatest hits album. I don't even know how many. We well, yeah, it's on. crazy. Like,
0: yeah. It seems like the popular thing in the 90s was, mm-hmm. you know, let's put out three or four or five albums and then a greatest hits album. Almost yeah. like it was mm-hmm. like hurried yeah. just to
3: Well, and that was also, I mean, to get did more product that, because that was before streaming existed. Yeah, you still I mean, had that to go. was before Napster even existed. You yeah, you had to go buy to the radio. actual yeah, you had CD go. if you were yeah. lucky
0: or a cassette you, if you, you had were to buy it. poor that's white why kid.
3: More of the songs were getting airplay on radio because they were, you know, Hitting the skip button and going, oh, that's a cool song. Let me yeah. call and request it. I broke my CD. Let me call and tell them to play <laughs> yeah. it real quick or something like that. Yeah. So I can like, be ready to record it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I had Alan Jackson on my list too, so I'll scratch that and say, if, if we're ready to move on to me. then. Yeah, is. go ahead. <clears throat> I have sort of controversial on here. I'm just Yes, gonna go I love with, controversy. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but they – they shit the bed, but the Dixie Chicks—they're not even the Dixie I, Chicks. W- they anymore. were going to be one of my the, honorable the mentions, chicks, but they were epic.
0: Well, yeah, awesome. the latter half of the decade, because they weren't popular till '95 or yeah. '6' or so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they was- were actually a, mm-hmm. a band before uh, Natalie, Natalie Maines got yeah. there, and they were not great. I mean, they did a bunch yeah. of more bluegrass-oriented stuff, but mm-hmm. then they got rid of that lead singer. Got Natalie yeah, Maines, yeah. and then that next album, which I think was mm-hmm. 95, it's hugely people, popular. A lot of people hate the Dixie Chicks. Oh, my gosh. Right? Should me. we call just, them the
3: Chicks or Dixie Chicks? I, I don't, don't know. I call them the Chicks. Whatever. I don't know the Chicks. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm going to say right
1: now, I one of the most uh, – <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, – but Natalie Maines has the one of the most distinct voices Yeah, uh, like okay. a, as a singer, as a lead singer. And, man, I'm just – golly – you know, I love them. Jamie, great pick. I love them. I do, too. Man, they are so good. The you know, sisters are insane yeah, musical yeah. talents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Natalie, yeah. like you said, is... Fiddle, oh
3: banjo, gosh, all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Man. Yeah. I just, and
1: uh, kind of a hometown girl, too. I mean, not, 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 there's kind of it.
3: is. <clears> yeah. You know? yeah,
1: Can't uh, deny that.
0: I'm hesitant to say
3: this because I'm pretty sure that it existed before them, but they're really the one of the first memorable, in my memory, in my lifetime anyway, girl groups. I mean, their first song. Uh I Can Love You Better, and they just bust it out with that three-part harmony right at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, they're you know, here. What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Talk about a statement. Yeah. You know, and I'm not, I don't even want to get into the political BS about what they said and all that. I just want to look at their catalog alone. Absolutely. I mean, they had the little chicken feet tattooed on them, and they'd have a number one. Yeah. I'm not even sure how many little chicken feet they have tattooed on them now, but they were amazing. Plenty. They yeah. were a great group. Yeah. And they had, you yeah. know, I mean, Natalie Maines, obviously from – Right here in good old Lubbock, Texas. Yep. So I, mean. I think
0: that was something that sort of uh, started in the 90s was the crossover-oriented type stuff. So, mm-hmm. yep. like a lot of the country artists we're talking about, especially, like, reached a much broader audience than exclusively country mm-hmm. fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was more mainstream... I think they,
1: multi fall
0: into genre that.
3: type of a record or yeah. whatever. Yeah.
1: But when you hear something good, you hear something good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that that they were good, mm-hmm. man. They still are. Still are, but yeah. They, they still man, they yeah. and you know, they got the raw end of the deal on that. What we're, we're not gonna get into it, but uh-huh. shoot, man, they are so <laughs> that talented. that was like the early
0: days of Cancel culture. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how, when I thought about that, I, <laughs> I was like, like, "Come on, man. That's
3: pretty much the that's dawning happened. of cancel culture. Yeah. That yeah. moment mm-hmm. in time, right there. Yeah. And then they had the whole beef with they Colby did. They took whatever hammer. They but, just basically told man. everyone to kiss their ass. Yeah, and. I thought that's what was what music was about anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you're a kid in your room and you're with your ripped jeans, yeah, rock and your music, especially and, and the, in, the, yeah. in the
0: early days of the Outlaws, like Johnny Cash and yeah, yeah, yeah and exactly. Waylon no one and, said
3: anything uh, about Johnny Cash popping hundred fifty yeah, Quaaludes a day. No one <laughs> yeah. gave a shit because yeah. he was. A you're do of 7 a, lines uh, of coke. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nobody. He was cares. a member of the Grand yeah. Ole Opry, and exactly. yeah, no one gave a shit because of that. Yeah.
2: You know, I
1: love it because that, uh, that Joe Walsh tells the greatest story ever about the when he was with the Eagles early days and. He absolutely tore up a hotel room on tour with the Eagles. I mean, ripped it to shreds, like, bad. I mean, I think either Don Henley was telling the story or something. Mm -hmm. And Don Henley said, Joe, what are you doing, man? And he goes... We're rock and roll stars, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: almost like it was
1: yeah, an you, obligation. Yeah, you almost had to do that. What it. do you expect so, me yeah, to exactly. do yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like having that attitude and not giving a shit, like you said, about yeah. stuff. And, man, mm-hmm. they, but they were so talented the Dixie. They still are. Uh, I, I think we're talking about in the past, but man, what a great pick, dude. That's
0: great yeah, stuff. That's, that's yeah, that's good. I had them down as like one of my honorable mentions. Yeah.
3: I've got like five or six honorable mentions, but we'll yeah. get to that yeah. later. I've got also 126 note, <laughs> honorable mentions. Natalie Maines and I <laughs> share the same birthday, exactly one year apart. So, are you older or You're she's probably older. one year older than me. She she's was, older than you. I won't say what year I was born because dust yeah. might fly off of my <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, man, and that's the thing. Like you're you're watching somebody going, man, she's not even two, three years removed from South Plains College music program, which I just set foot in, and here she is, yeah. you know, making it yeah. big. Hell, I can do that.
0: There was a streak there. of like a lot of people that came through SPC, right? Like mm-hmm. Jamie knows. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't recall. Leanne Womack, Leanne was Omak she in there? Was
3: there. Uh, there was a guy, uh, a band called Ricochet, the lead singer from Ricochet. Yeah. L- I don't remember the Lone Star. I don't Lone know if they, they were, were from here. But but I don't, like I don't think he went to SPC, yeah. but I mean Jeremy Moyers, the guy that played guitar or steel guitar for him, he's Lives in town still, sing yeah. and play yeah. in local bars.
1: Tons of musicians like that play in the
0: Yeah, and, and people that big made it to the bands, big like, yeah. time and yeah. big bands. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, West we're South. kind of a, a yeah. hub for that. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, you,
0: you, you're you probably familiar. You know the Maines
3: Brothers? Mm-hmm. I don't know them personally. Well, I, know I mean, know of them music. at least. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up listening to that. That's what my folks listen to. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just personally like a good Maines Brothers song, like a Terry Allen song. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. It is. They, uh, did the their band was so much bigger than some of the stuff that Terry Allen did cuz Terry Allen was you know pretty right. bare bones about it was a mm-hmm. songwriter like lyrically right and then you get the, the Maine's brothers in there do you know the guy's name that plays the fiddle for them now yeah uh, or in the 80s no now
3: the Maine's brothers was, I don't I yeah, don't know, that guy I don't was know the, any fucking uh, ridiculous no i don't really recall i just remember hearing Amarillo highway going yeah Holy crap! There's
2: a that's song. Yeah. I'm
3: really yeah, one of my there. favorites. Sweet, yeah. Man. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, a girl in her bare feet asleep in the back seat. I love that. Trunk full yeah, of yeah, pearl just, and lone star. Yeah, pearl and lone star. Everybody from outside that? of Texas is gone. The hell lone <laughs> there star. <is> <laughs> there was a story.
0: Alabama, I think, played. Uh, uh What was midnight rodeo before it was
1: midnight rodeo? Or was uh, it?
0: I think it
3: was. i are gonna have to defer to an expert on that. Yeah. We I, well, I
1: mean, I have inside on that, but. I've always known it as. It may not have it. been yeah. there
0: anyway, but Alabama came to play a show and the Mains Brothers opened for him.
3: At I mean, not rodeo,
0: I think so. Wow, um, like stories of the guys in Alabama in the back, like saying, "What the fuck is going on out there?" Yeah, because it's like oh, loud right. and rowdy and everybody's partying. Yeah, so and they're and they're the that's opening act. Yeah, it right? they're West pretty big <laughs> deal. That's yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's great.
1: That's great stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are we at? I don't even know oh, anymore. I got lost
3: when we started I'm up talking to two.
1: about the Dixie it, it's To me, it's my number two. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Well, we start right? go ahead.
3: We, we start we were on Alan Jackson. and then we just and then we yeah. Well, cuz I don't I don't, I don't have a lot of ties uh yeah. ties R&B topic. Okay. No,
1: hip hop. All right, hip-hop. I'm
2: sorry.
3: Hip hop. I meant to say hip hop. New edition is R&B, but <laughs> Yeah, are we aren't so over hip hop or R&B, but I mean, yeah. It, to me it's all the
1: same. <laughs> uh, all right, my number 2 His name is Andre Ramel Young. Otherwise known as Dr. Dre. Yeah, there we go. Yes, sir. And uh, and it's also like the new edition thing. He he has yep. so many fingers and so many different pies that it branches out that I can cover a lot of bases with him. But uh, one of the most talented producers and, and really you know you know I knew exactly where I was um, when I heard nothing but a G thing. And It's one of the greatest songs, you know. And I mean, I was just I was in my friend's car. And he had the CD, and he put it in, and I was like, "This is or the tape, even, I think it might be tape, but unbelievable." I mean, just you know, one, and it wasn't even him, you know. It's Snoop rapping, you know, and it's it Snoop st- came out of well, nowhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: But everybody was like, because yeah. the first time I ever heard him was that uh, the 187 track
1: from the oh, movie, from the deep cover yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, deep cover. We're That's like, like, who's Nick that seven guy? On another cover. Yeah. Skinny, like yeah. kind of oh, yeah. subtle, yep. uh, low key. Yep. Long um,
0: Beach,
1: California. Yeah, and I, man, and I, and Dr. Dre, man. He, you know, of course, he started. Well, it's weird. I didn't know this, but like, er, I mean, I didn't know this group or whatever. But he started in the early '80s, early '80s with a group called uh, World Class Wrecking Crew. No, it's, I wrote it down. Yeah, World Class Wrecking Crew, and they were like an electronic group, like like a uh, George Clinton type of stuff. You okay. know, yeah. And uh, then he got into NWA, so it was kind of weird. You know, when he and Eazy-E had a big beef after NWA broke up. Mm-hmm easy he kept bringing that up that he was in that group because it was kind of a disco kind of group you know yeah and so that was like one of the things they could get on dr dre but man i'm telling you he was awesome in nwa and uh yeah. which of course they all were but you know and it just it, it just spread from there that when he released his uh first album the chronic and had snoop on it and Man, and nothing but a G thing and let me ride. And, um, I mean, those are just the whole album. That's the one thing I, I, reached, I that's the one thing I wish we still had was albums where you just put it play. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know the last time I put on a new album from somebody. And I just was like, man, I love every song or even listen to every song on the album. But man, that was one where you just let it go all the way through and, you know, and hit the little skits in there. And I mean, mm-hmm. he yeah. talked a lot of shit <laughs> to easy, you know, and on that one. And, and, uh, such a classic, and and I wasn't ever a big weed smoker ever, you know. But man, that CD was in the shape of a marijuana leaf. Oh yeah. So it was like most like every CD really before that was silver and had the writing yeah, on it of the artist and, yeah, and the, the name words. of the songs yeah. or something, yeah. you know. But his was the black with the and it was with it was little, so. Yeah. I was parental advisory. Yeah, experience. I was probably There's the but actual CD, not the cover of the CD, but the actual oh, CD, the actual, CD oh, was yeah. black well, with the yeah, green right. the, the green leaf on it. I was probably two or
0: three years away from even smoking marijuana yeah. at that point. But I went and got a, bought a chain with a marijuana leaf, and hung <laughs> it from my rear rearview rear mirror because I wanted to be a part of it. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then it was such a, I mean, you know, and he, and what's crazy is that he was just get started, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the career of him and I really like to keep it into the nineties, but then he released Dr. Dre and then, you know, when he and death row, bailed Tupac out of jail. And then that's when Tupac signed with death row yep. and they did California, California. love together yep. when well, they produced a lot of, he, yeah. Dr. Dre produced a lot of his songs and then, you know, he found, I mean, I found, but he signed Eminem produced Eminem yep. and crazy fact. I I think I'd heard this before, but maybe a lot of people don't know is that he heard Eminem on a demo tape and, uh, then flew out to see him or he flew Eminem out to see see him whatever I don't remember the exact story, but uh didn't know Eminem was white till he walked in, oh really, yeah, I think so I remember hearing about that yeah so that that's it. pretty cool um uh interesting fact about Dr dre in the year two thousand and fourteen uh he estimated he earned twenty dollars per second <laughs> for the whole year. It's not a bad year yeah. <laughs> For the whole year. A charity case. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> Poor bastard. I mean, he, he's sleeping. Wow. Just thinking about it. He just went to sleep. He took a uh, nap and he, made yeah, he's making $20,000 yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he, he, you know, he, he founded and, and started Beats by Dre, which was, you know, yeah. all that stuff. But a uh, uh, cool story that not a lot of people know, but one of the greatest 90s songs, rap songs, harmony songs, I mean, uh, hip-hop songs ever was uh, Regulate by Warren G mm-hmm. and Nate mm-hmm. Uh Warren G is his stepbrother. So, that's yeah. pretty cool. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so. Learn
3: something new every day. Yeah.
1: So, you know, you had the NWA guys, and they all branched out. You have Eminem, you have Dre, you have Pac, and you have Snoop, and so, but Dre was kind of behind that, man, and he really loved, you know, as you noticed, and on even on his own albums, he doesn't rap a whole lot, yeah. but on I mean, NWA did, but... You know he's like he likes to produce and he I mean he could produce some great beats. That that whole chronic album is something else. And That's even well, the released. Uh, to, yeah, well, he released in nineteen ninety nine the two thousand. It's the name of the album is two thousand one. Right. Uh, you know uh, when it's uh, he was looking ahead. Yeah, but it's uh, the motherfucker Zach. I forgot about Dre. That's
0: Eminem saying oh, that. Yeah,
3: yeah, but in that song, so yeah, and, he
0: uh, he made amazing. my list. If I were if I were listening for. Mm-hmm.
3: You would make my list, too, if I was tasked with the mm-hmm. hip-hop or R&B or whatever. But I don't even know. hip-hop yeah. or R&B. What did you say? Well, it's both. both. Oh, yeah. Hip-hop, okay. so, R&B. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that, I mean, he's yeah. to me, I mean, he's awesome as a yeah. producer, rapper, whatever, but he's a businessman. Yeah. He yeah, takes but, that shit serious, yeah. and he turned scratching records on stage. That's what he did. He was the he guy was that was. He was the DJ, right? Yeah, yeah. he was DJ. Yeah, but. And he turned but, that into a freaking but, multi-billion dollar empire. Yeah. Basically, but, after N.W.A. Yeah. had already gone by
1: yeah. the wayside. But he personifies yeah. Yeah. Uh, hip-hop, 90s hip-hop. I think if yeah, you can so, like yeah. put, a, a, put base a face on, on it, it mm-hmm. or him or Tupac. But, you know, he started with – I mean, not not Tupac didn't start with him, really. But, you know, they hooked up together later. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's just – you know, especially – gave it. he put a, a face on the West Coast rap scene. Yeah. I mean, I know N.W.A. did, but he really put an individual. Well, N.W.A. put be- a group on it. But Dr. Dre put a face.
0: Yeah, on N.W.A. A, uh, since it was the group of them, and nobody, yeah, like everybody was so shocked at what they were hearing at the right. time. Yeah, I think once they started splitting apart. Yeah, I, th- I think yes, he's yeah. sort of the strong, silent one, and, yeah. and Pac is like the the dynamic. Yeah, much more. Oh yeah, definitely engaging.
1: Vocally, anyway. Yep. But he's you are a you, poet. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you I ask anybody, say. I mean, like, or even like Eminem, like back then, and, you know, and 50 Cent signed with, you know, Dr. Dre. Him, Dr. Dre. Yeah. But, but, yes, Eminem, Eminem's like, he's the greatest producer. I would never want to sign with any other producer. In the, I, I couldn't have had a better, if you asked me what producer I would want to work with, you couldn't invent one. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah. So, Dr. Dre, man. Dr. Dre all day. Solid.
3: Dre. I like it. Yep. That was a good one.
1: Um,
0: I'm going to catch up on one of my other hip hop and RB ones here. Cool. I tried to look at, uh, like I said earlier, like I, I tried to do it by groups cause they sort of, yeah, have a lot more influence I think typically cause they branch out and do other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, one I picked was a uh, tribe called quest, mm-hmm. um, they like their catalog in the '90s. It is <laughs> so, catchy. it's so sick. Yeah, and uh, yep. I, th- their influence now, I think, it may be more
1: influential now than it even was yeah. 25 years ago. Yep, man. I, you know, what's I try to when I categorize? Like you have gangster rap, then you have hip hop. I think is more like a dance scene or like like a Bellevue DeVoe. Maybe mm-hmm. they incorporate singing. You have R and B, which I think was New Edition or Boys to Men, to me. But then I think you have what I called uh, and it's not fair to really characterize it this way, but there are people that fall under this umbrella of what I called like uh, uh, intellectual hip hop or rap. And, you know, it's guys like Common and Tribe Called Quest and KRS-One and, um, uh, you know, even mm, and there's guys like that, that. And they're mo- mostly from the East Coast. Well, there's some most people deaf, like, and, I think, is in. That. Oh, most yeah. deaf are or in the roots maybe, and yeah. and, and uh, oh, most deaf. Oh yeah, De- oh, most deaf is definitely. Those a, guys are sort uh, of like, like you said. It's, yeah. it's almost like poetry, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And but, I mean, you really have to be paying attention. And yeah. like, okay, Um but man, Tribe Called Quest. Hey, do you see the documentary on them? Yeah. The, you know, then uh, Michael Rappaport is the mm-hmm. he's the narrator of that man. It, that is so good. That guy loves rap music. It's oh awesome. man, he's oh yeah, he's a big fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but drop bang nice drop call quest man uh, favorite song do you have a favorite song from them uh, I do no. uh, uh, scenario man. yeah scenario is awesome yeah here we go yo here we go yeah. yo so what's so what's so what's a scenario <laughs> yeah
0: left, left my, my wallet <laughs> yeah. Dude. El Segundo is that the name of that one
1: huh the name of the album
0: no the uh, name of the, the song scena- left scenario
1: oh the name the of that S- S- song El Segundo st- Oh, I thought the name Let was... That's
0: my wallet in, Elsa gun. No,
1: that's a good song, too. But I think Scenario is... Uh, it's called Scenario. Okay. I could be wrong. But also, interesting enough, Fife Dog. Fife is in... Yes, Fife Dog yeah. is in uh, Tropical Quest. And he produced Shaquille O'Neal's first rap album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So... Uh, oh, left us one. with that legacy. Yeah, oh, sorry boy. about that. This uh, but, went yeah. downhill pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, uh, we're looking for interesting <laughs> not, facts no and stuff. You like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's Shaq's fault, but not yours. <laughs> man, yeah. uh, and
3: you know what,
1: uh, I did love about that uh, documentary, is that uh, they're from New York, and uh, Five Dog loved basketball more than music. I mean, he, and Five Dog is, I mean, he could put two of them on top of each other and he wouldn't equal us. I mean, right now, he, yeah, he's like 5'5", five, 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 whatever. But, man, he loved Kenny Anderson, and there's another person I love or know that loves Kenny Anderson, and that'd be me. Yeah, in this room. Yeah, the the great point guard out of New York. So yeah.
0: Let's see. You have one left, Jamie. Is that right? We both do, yeah. You have one left. I'm
3: kind of enjoying listening to you guys talk about Yeah, let me catch up because we we won't get
0: real (laughs) deep in mine. Uh, One of my other country ones I picked was Brooks and Dunn.
3: I had them on the list, too. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll let you talk about that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know a whole lot. They had six albums in that decade. Mm-hmm. Decade, sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, songs like "Boot Scootin' Boogie," "Brand New Man," "My Maria," mm-hmm. "Neon Moon." I yeah. love that song. Yeah. I don't. I don't love the a lot of country dance hall songs, songs yeah. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hear that and not like start looking for your partner. <laughs> Couple yeah, skate, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Couple skate, yeah. <laughs> Couple skate exactly. Yeah. You they said are. that the other night on the on I your do. mic I say that on, that at one of their concerts. <laughs> right now. you said a yeah. couple skate. Yeah, couple
2: skate. grab yeah. your partner and get amazing. to
1: the floor. Yeah. Um, can I say something about Brooks and Dunn? Yes, I'm, always, I'm full of oh, God. I know I talk too much, but um, but it's a podcast. You're supposed to talk. Yeah, about. that's why you're okay. here. Uh, I'll never forget the very first time I heard "Ma Maria" on the radio.
0: That's
3: uh,
1: an, it,
3: it,
0: not
1: to cut you off. That's an old song, right? Do you know?
3: Uh, I think it's a.
2: Yeah, it's like a they, re- yeah, they they redid it. Okay, sorry.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Song. But yeah. Um, but the beginning of it when it starts just the beat, you don't hear any um, you don't hear any steel guitar. Dun, dun, I thought it was an R&B song. I thought the beat. Oh, the, yeah. It, yeah? it has a see that. I was like, oh, okay. Hmm, Dang,
3: it sounded like a this It
1: sounded like a hip-hop beat kind of, you know. And maybe I could be wrong, but I remember thinking that about that song. So,
3: you know, they weren't even a group until both of them ended up in Nashville separately. And then I can't remember the name yeah, of Yeah, the, cuz the what's producer. his name did?
0: Well, Kix Brooks was stuff by himself first, right?
3: Actually, Kix Brooks was in Nashville writing songs and then Ronnie Dunn got there from what I recall reading about it or watching some documentary many moons ago, but they ended up in a songwriting session together. And I can't remember what even the what song it was. It had to be one of the early ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it might have. wasn't Boots Boogie or anything like that. But they wrote a song together and decided that their harmonies were legit, apparently, and that they just fit together. And then decided they were gonna just go as a duo from then on. And yeah, they out were to be a pretty good. Discipline. Yeah, they not
0: bad. They were like yeah. uh, whatever variety of music award that comes on TV. Like they were, they were like duo of, them, of the year every year for yeah. like. Fourteen straight years, top duos something of all absurd. Time.
3: Yeah, I mean, you got Brooks and Dunn, Simon and Garfunkel, Beavis and Butthead. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> up, yeah, they're up there in the top three. <laughs> yeah. That's a new podcast idea. Pick yeah. four duos. <laughs> that would be hard. Yeah, yeah, because we just named <laughs> name the top yeah, three.
0: Yeah, you stick Batman and Robin in there, well, you are yeah, probably done. You
3: are done into conversation.
0: Uh, another one of my hip hop and R and B ones was uh, if we're talking about influence and.
1: Creativity, I uh, put Outkast in there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, and that, the, on the map, they're in that Dirty South yeah. section. Yep. I think uh,
0: uh, you know, some of the stuff they were doing, Yes. it it didn't sound like anything else.
1: Yeah, they had a lot of... They were like one of the first uh, hip-hop groups that... I mean, I say first, but like really had a lot of white uh, people. That's yeah. fans. White yeah. fans, you know. I mean, and I, I don't know how that up but they were just i remember hearing andre 3000 talk about that in an interview one time he's like you know i started noticing our concerts and our stadium started becoming because i could start seeing the people (laughs) it was like just being like you know he's like it just started developing over time but they did have a different sound and uh they were kind of strange in a weird way a little weird but they were still hip-hop because you know like uh me and you your mama and your cousins too, <laughs> rolling down the strip on bows. coming up slamming Cadillac does. Yeah, and uh, that, that I love. And then the spodiote Double Delicious" is one of my favorite outcast songs of all time. And I don't know if and all it is basically is uh, uh, horns. It's a horn section and a yeah. beat, and they're just talk. He basically just talks through the whole thing about going to a club one night and a fight broke out. And it's they're just and it, un- yeah, they're it Turns into a popular yeah. Hip hop songs. And he is coffee black. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
1: And he invented the alley-oop. <laughs> that's right. To, he, <laughs> he, he, he invented the alley right? What He's more like, do you need? Yeah, exactly. He is coffee black. And, I mean, what a great group. Yeah, that's, I mean, they man, they have a, uh, they are they are fantastic. All right. Give me your,
0: your number one.
3: Got to go with George Strait. I mean, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah. As far as touring performers and the sheer amount of number one singles. I tried not has. to bring him,
0: but he was the other one yeah, on my I list. Yeah, I mean,
3: he started in the, We talked about this before I got here. Uh, you know, I mean, he started obviously in the very early 80s. It might have even been the late 70s. I don't even know yeah. how old the guy is. I think he's 68, 67, somewhere it's around been there. Been around a minute. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, he's got. I mean, other than Garth Brooks and like the Beatles, he's got, of course, I could be wrong about that, but in country music, he's got one of the mo- more impressive resumes as far as just an almanac of ridiculous number one yeah. hits. I mean, he's got a box set of songs that were just number ones. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> the literal greatest hits. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
3: he started out as a small club guy, you know? I mean, I, I believe the story goes a little something like he was the ace in the whole band, which is the name of his backing mm-hmm. band. uh they needed a singer, and he just went and
0: happened to be the get, guy. Who got the gig, stepped and up. then
3: all of a sudden they're going, well, "Damn, this guy's legit or whatever." And then all of a sudden they're touring around Texas, and you know that's where they're from, obviously South Texas, San Antonio area, uh, area San Marcos somewhere. Around. Yes. Anyway, I could be wrong about that, but I mean they just started an organic following, and just like pretty much everybody does now. Now I won't, don't want to insult anybody from like the Texas scene or whatever, but now. The formula for success is go to major college, join a fraternity, play one of their festivals, pump out a record, (laughs) and you're famous. You know it's happened to a lot of guys. Back in those days, it was start a band, load all the shit up in the back of your truck, travel 600 miles, yeah, drive nine hours, Yeah. yeah. Through mm-hmm. Rain, Mud, Sleet, Snow, Hell, whatever. I mean, he's got songs about it. And yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, he's not a phenomenal songwriter by any stretch. I mean, I think he was only listed as a co-writer on a few. I mean, Dean Dillon wrote a lot of his stuff. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but anyway. But, I mean, and his his voice. I mean, he's just a cowboy. He's a real cowboy. Yeah. He doesn't stand on stage not, yeah, and not a cowboy Not a lot of those floating around the somebody music. His record label goes, hey, I think that'll look good on you. I mean, the guy's... A rancher. He's yeah. got horses. He's a cowboy, and that's what he sings about. And his delivery of that—I mean, every woman for the last forty years, <laughs> even my mom. Oh my God, he's so gorgeous. And, I mean, yeah, seriously. Even mm-hmm. your mom still says that. I mean, it's just ridiculous the amount of.
1: No, um, my mom liked Michael Ruzioni, you know, just <laughs> has been how, noted on yeah, in a previous podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so. yeah,
3: but I mean, I, I just love the guy because. I'm a fan of his songs, number one. I mean, you can. He's one of the very few artists, other than like the Beatles and all that, that you can hit play on your playlist and go on an eight hour drive. Be okay for a day. And be there, and you're still listening to George Strait when you get there. Yeah. You know, if you're driving from here to Corpus Christi, you're listening to George Strait the entire way. Yeah. And there's a handful of artists that you can do that to. So that. You know, speaks to how successful he was. but I mean, hes I don't know him personally, but I've listened to interviews. And here's something of note. He is not a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Because, really? Yeah, he's not. He got invited, but he didn't accept because you have to commit to performing there a certain amount of times a year, and he couldn't do it. Because, I mean, he's been on tour for – I mean, he's retired now, I think. But guy's been on tour for 30 some Thirty? Yeah, years. 30 he consecutive have time. years. He doesn't have time to go, oh – Shit, we got to cancel Tuesday. Gotta, so gotta I can go to fly Opry. to Nashville and play yeah. the Opry or whatever. So it's not like he was being an a hole about it. He just didn't have time to do it. Yeah. So
0: anyway, he, uh, in the in the nineties alone, he put out ten albums and the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which oh he, yeah, pure country. The, oh, the let's yeah. talk about that there, yeah. for a minute. Okay.
3: I thought it was a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, shitty movie. I mean, it's a great story. Not but... what I thought I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a... <laughs> caught me by surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> What was his name in the movie? Dusty. That was his name. That sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I've we'll seen
0: it. it I casino. don't know he that I've seen it either. But.
3: Dusty. Yeah, I remember that. And he just walks out on. It. I mean, it's cheeseball stuff, but I mean,
0: not to like. <clears throat> I mean, that's kind of the wheelhouse, though, right? Like for middle-aged white women. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it. so like it's not like that, it's just kind of straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, not it it was, a lot of bells and whistles. Yeah. Horrible acting. He, he knew Jerry. his. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He knew his lane. Yep. And, yeah, and I think of what the most impressive, not the movie, but one of the most impressive things about him is that, man, that guy could sell out every you know arena known in America, no matter where he went, okay. north, south, wherever, and would stand in one spot, the yeah. whole show yeah. Yeah. and play, and everybody loved it. You know, usually, I mean, there's no pyrotechnics, there's not a lot of bullshit no. going mm-hmm. on. It's he gets out there, he plays for two hours, and then he leaves. And everybody loves it. Which... I mean, nobody. I don't know anybody else that can really just do that you not know? anymore. I mean, no, no. no, no. I mean, that's and that's
3: amazing. That's a yeah. thing of the past nowadays. Everybody yeah. wants the smoke and the lights and the fireworks. Yeah, entertain me. Which yeah, that's not of course. I mean, yeah, and it masks the true quality of what you're listening to. In my opinion, a lot. Yeah. I mean, I would. Yeah. Of course, I may be showing my age a little bit, and uh, you know, the style of music that I like. But I would rather listen to somebody get up there and play an instrument. Or, you know, control at least something. I mean, if you're yeah. going to DJ, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But at least do something instead of just hitting play on a, you know, an iPod or whatever, yeah. or a music player, and getting up there and faking your way through a bunch of chords you don't know and all that stuff. I mean, and yeah. dancing and with smoke coming out of your, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. But, yeah, it's just a forgotten art almost. And I hope it makes a comeback. But, yeah, I but just man, that, know, that, you I know, that's what I always hear about.
1: It. You know, I've never seen George Strait in concert. I'm not the okay. biggest George Strait fan, but you know, how can growing up and where we grew up here in Lubbock or in Texas, you, you, you have to know George Strait. I
0: didn't realize how many George Strait songs I knew yeah, exactly. as I was starting
1: to look through
0: the exactly. names, like in this list. Right. And I thought like, and I can like hear the chorus <laughs> in my head <laughs> yeah. of the ones I was reading. It's oh, like, man, I know a lot. I know, man. And, and they they don't, so... I don't
1: love the music. And they're iconic, man. He's a, he is, he, and he ride. there's nobody else you could put at number one. I mean, uh-huh. Not even if you tried. Like, Mm -hmm. I know I took out Pac and Biggie and Eminem, but I just think that man George Strait is '90s country. He really is, and even that's me saying that I like '90s country Mm -hmm. a lot. But and I'm not a biggest fan George Strait fan. But and uh, side note, interesting note about George Strait, Jamie, you know this, but um, he had a song called "Check Yes or No." Mm -hmm. In the video, Uh, the love interest in the video is a girl. Is my cousin. Really? Yeah, wow. in the video. Don. Yeah, did I, I know her. that? Yeah, yeah. Don. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: What was she, the she, Budweiser girl? Yeah, she was yeah, also yeah. on a Budweiser. Uh, yeah. She was one I of the, remember that. Remember
1: the Budweiser poster or the billboard that was the three girls laid in the ba- bathing suits? And it said Budweiser across like the,
0: the... their bathing suits sort of made,
2: made the logo. The Budweiser. Yeah. yeah, she's one of those mm-hmm. girls.
1: But, and, and uh, you know, rest in peace. She died earlier. Uh, oh, I did yeah, about, uh, I think, a couple months ago. Yeah. I mean, not nothing major about that, but she was... That's weird to say, but (laughs) nothing. That's that's not what I meant to bring up. Uh, Yeah, but she was in. She's the main uh, character in that video. It's pretty cool,
3: huh? Yeah. I was mad at these guys for probably a good ten years. I don't know where the hell I was on the day that this happened, but it was my brother Brian and Ty. We're over at Ty's. I guess she was over at your house or something.
1: Your brother is Brian.
3: I I know. I I know that. (laughs) And they, she was over at Ty's house. They didn't next even door. let you know. Well, I wasn't there. I don't know where the hell I was. I mean, I was young, so I couldn't <laughs> yeah. have been in jail or anything, you know. Too <laughs> serious. A bunch of guys that came gone. over, but yeah, I'm
0: sure. I mean,
3: <laughs> three hours later, I'm back, and they come rolling up, and they have this poster, and you unroll, and it's the you know the Budweiser poster with the three girls that are laying on a towel yeah. or whatever, and they're by the swimming pool, and it's autographed, and mine says to Jamie, sorry I missed you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did sign what it said. I forgot then, about that. I was like, man, you guys, you a-holes just spent four hours of your afternoon with a, a 10 smoke <laughs> yeah. show. Well, and I'm the odd man out, and I got to look at that as an everyday reminder. And I had it in you my missed, closet. Yeah. And hung up in the back of my closet where for a, a long time with my Jerbo jeans and my yeah. Tommy Hilfiger button downs and all that. Yeah. And every time I'd sift through there, I'd see that poster. get the I'd reminder. Was sorry, was like oh.
1: stabbing you. You know. it's weird is like you know uh, she signed one of mine, and I'm like, I don't want to hang this up. This is weird, you know, because <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, it's my cousin. There's my hot ass cousin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. but uh, so. But yeah, man, that, that that she was in that video. I yeah. forgot about that she signed that poster. She said, yeah. "Sorry, I missed you." Yeah. I was I, disappointed. I had, a, I had about ten friends that had a poster. He's giving me
3: more than one autograph of a time that I wasn't there. Joe D. Messina, the oh, other yeah. artist from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, it just says to Jamie, keep playing. Yep. Yeah. Love Joe D. Messina. Joe it's D. on a little eight by yeah. ten, black and white. I think it was black and. Joe D.
1: Messina and I became best friends for about three and a half hours. Yeah. So that was pretty cool that night. Yeah, and I got her to sign a picture for Jamie. But um, you're like. I'm just going to point this out because you're here.
0: You're like a terrific friend to to everybody. I would say 90% of the time. Well, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> I don't well, know
3: about hey, that. Let me also, cool. if it's not baseball season, yes. He's a great friend. <laughs> I hate that asshole. If it's not, <laughs> during baseball season, we don't get along at all. Because you're, you're
0: like super fan of Jamie's yeah. music. You've Absolutely. been like super fan of podcast stuff that, yeah. that we're doing. Yeah. Like you take. I keep hijacking all the pictures you take when we're doing stuff to oh, man. use on websites. Like I, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that on the podcast
1: right now. Like, cool. Y- you're like some high level friendship cooking. Going I appreciate on. that, man. Yeah. It's something I take seriously, you know? And that's, you know, and this guy, I've known him, like I said, you know, well, you too. I've known him for a long time. And anybody that's into something, I'll also, su- I love supporting. people. I love seeing people do stuff and succeed. And I mean, I'm not a part of Jamie's band and his music, but I love going to watch them play. And they they play, and they're so great. And, I mean, even when Jamie would play solo shows at River Smith's by himself a long time ago. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. I would go, and I would just sit there, man, and just watch him and be like, dude, it's amazing. He can do that. I mean, I'm just in awe of my friends and how talented everybody is in their own way. And, like, even you, man, you're doing this podcast. I love it so much that I'm just like, dude, this is great stuff, man. And, uh, you know, I just... Uh, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Well, I appreciate your, yeah. your
3: participation. Yeah. All right, no. All right. Enough of this. Enough <laughs> of love. I, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a question. I want to know where in the hell Bone thugs and harmony was on your list. <laughs> Dude, Are they on there? Dude, I, yeah, I, I have show them, them you where were. No. written down Dude, in my, they're on there. my honorable you mentions. You Bone thugs and harmony Dude, look you at my map. did not say Bone Thugs. Look at my map. We didn't talk about them. They're
0: we Cleveland,
1: right? Them. So.
3: Yeah, but we need to talk about them.
1: They had their own... Area of the map. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of the map. I, I, the map, I meant look, to say I this earlier. Eminem,
1: Bone, and R. Kelly. They own a whole section of our
0: well, nation. They, they just, own it.
3: Do You know what that looks like? It looks like a a beef diagram. This <laughs> is yeah. the brisket area, dirty south.
2: Nobody
1: mean, ever complimented me on my handwriting or my artistic skills. I can tell you that.
3: That's
2: but. the
3: the really, I mean, I'm not I can't say that I'm a huge hip hop fan. I mean, I I like a lot of the stuff. But When I first heard Bone Thugs and Harmony, did, dude, was. it's one of the first, it was so different, yeah. Right, I, yeah, I was like, I was completely blown away. Number one, by just the ridiculous amount of speed that they were rapping, <laughs> the with. amount of words <laughs> was, they can fit it in. Was, yeah, I wouldn't really classify it as mumble rap, but when it first came out, it was like unheard of, no one mm-hmm. had ever rapped like that at that point in time. And the songs had substance, and they had melody, and they had structure. Yeah, and and there was even some
0: harmony-type stuff amongst them as they they were were doing it.
3: They were rapping, and I mean, I'd like to dictate in my best Lawrence (laughs) Welk, my favorite lyric of all time from one of the songs, and it's, Put down your 40s, pick up your fist, and handle that shit like men. That's one of the greatest rap lyrics I've ever heard. Of course, that was about quarter speed. But yeah. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, here's guys. And one song they're talking about blasting people with shotguns mm-hmm. and robbing banks. And then they're telling each other, put down the guns. <laughs> let's go out in the front yard and duke that shit yeah. out like old school. <laughs> and I was like, yes. This is so awesome. Uh, and that's I loved them. Yeah. And, and they, they were just legendary. That,
1: they were. And I, man, I remember, he used to, <laughs> dude, he could like rap some of their lyrics, Jamie, and I driving on the road in my car, his car back in college. And he would, he could. He knew some of their lyrics, like, by word by word. I never did, and it was just like... It's hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at first of the month, you know, I knew that one part was like, got to get a 40 from my trunk in case my crew want to <laughs> get drunk, you know? I, that's like the only part I knew. But Jamie could do a, go... That's what I thought it said, and it was saying something else. I don't
3: know if I still can, because my brain has aged a little bit, and I don't know if I can actually talk that fast I found that, too. Like, my mouth doesn't work as
0: fast as... Some of my memories do.
3: Yeah. Sometimes that's a good thing, though, because yeah. it keeps you out of trouble every once in a while. Keeps you from getting slapped upside the yeah. down by your lady a few times. Yeah, that's funny.
0: Yeah, Bone uh, Thugs made sort of my honorable
1: mention list. Cypress yep. Hill, yep. Missy
0: Elliott, yep. uh, Ghetto Boys, and Scarface, because they sort of... Yep. Ghetto Boys was early, and Scarface was later half. Well, uh,
1: Scarface in is game. in Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Yeah. yep. Across Brad Jordan. Uh, and they are on my, uh, in my map, the Ghetto Boys. Yes huh yes yes they are they're it. in that dirty south portion um
0: uh beastie boys yeah. awesome yes like as for for awesome as awesome they are like, like man they're amazing they you said that, that
2: they
3: never crossed my mind i don't know yeah. why but really they're legendary man. yeah they're in the rock and roll hall of fame yeah again yeah. for beastie sort of boys. their their influence as yes. much as yeah
0: as the music itself yep. Um uh, but wu-tang would be my other
1: yes I mean, that you could do, you uh-huh. could go for about seven hours and do their, uh, tree. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it doesn't, neat. you know, yeah. so <laughs> that's
0: just sort of the nature of it when you have 26 guys in your, yeah, your that's rap true. Crew, right. <laughs> that's true.
1: You <laughs> know what? It was funny is many, you remember when MTV start, first started doing cribs, they did MTV cribs and they went to Redman's house. who's part of Wu Tang, mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, they really didn't make a lot of money cause there were so many guys in the group Yeah, and they went to his house <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, man. It is a Bronx, like what do you call it, like apartment kind of thing. But he has a uh, uh, what do you call it out front, the, uh, a stoop. He has okay. a stoop yeah. out front where. He, but you walk up his like the five steps to get up to it, and he and he opens the door and he's like, "Hey, this is Mom Redman. Come to my crib." I think it's Redman, but it's one of the Wu Tang Clan. And he's like, "Yeah, when you come to my crib, take this out. That's how you ring my doorbell, dude." and his doorbell. Was completely ripped off the side of the wall, and he goes, <laughs> "You just touch these two wires together, and it, and it would ding in his house, man." And dude, and you walked in, and it looked like something I lived in in like in, in the college. in the yeah in the college. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. It was just absolutely <laughs> awful, you know. But he did. He was like, "Yeah, check this out." And you touch the two wires together, and they go, "Ding dong, ding dong."
2: Yeah. So, just <laughs> so <awesome>. it real? <laughs> yeah, it was
1: awesome. And then when uh, MTV followed Old Dirty Bastard around, ODB around, and he cashed a uh, welfare check with him. Like, with them. That's He's crazy. Like, Did yeah, you watch just, the uh, the series on Hulu? Uh, no, I didn't. It's pretty good. The Wu-Tang? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to watch it. That's good. Because, man, yeah, they that's amazing. They're, yeah, Wu-Tang is definitely uh, – they're also written on my map. <laughs> yeah. but, Upper uh, northeast map. penis area? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> the northeast penis what area. What do we leave out? Um, Can we get to yours? Well, no, I'm number one. Yeah, my number one is that. And, I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, the most influential group I know, and I still love my favorite group, uh, of all time. A group from North Carolina, and the uh, name is Jodeci. Yeah, and um, I mean, <laughs> and you know, I, I I read no, I heard the greatest quote about them from, I believe it was Jermaine Dupree or it was it was an interview with Jermaine Dupree and um. I want to say ludicrous. They're being interviewed at the same time on a show. And uh, they were like, you know, who are your favorite? Ask them who are your favorites. And they go, let me. And then it was both. They go, let me tell you who all of your favorite rappers. They looked at the camera, all of your favorite rappers and all of your favorite artists out there. Everybody. He goes, I'm talking to you people at home. Your favorite rapper and your favorite artist, their favorite artist is Joe yeah. are like, so. That makes sense. Yep. And. They were just like they are R and B group. They didn't have like any like real top forty hits or pop hits, but they were rough. They were boys to men, but rough. Yeah, like on the rougher end, the tattoos and the,
0: the, the bad boys right.
1: of yes. And then you know when case and, and people know like Casey and JoJo. Oh Casey and JoJo, oh, my God, I love Casey and JoJo. Like
2: oh my God,
1: <laughs> and I'm like yeah, Casey and JoJo are. Jodacy, they're they're two members of the four members of Jodacy. So, I'm like, Dude, do you really know where they come? If you don't know that, then I, you know what? I can't trust you. Yeah, we can't, <laughs> so we can't okay. have a conversation um, right now. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a restaurant that you go to and that they have country fried steak on the menu. I can't trust that because it's chicken fried steak. Yeah. So it's people that if you know Casey and JoJo, but you don't know Jodacy, I don't trust you really. Um, they're from North Carolina. Crazy Casey and JoJo Haley are brothers, and then you have. Dalvin and Devontae uh, DeGrate are brothers. Okay. And they really never grown up in gospel. They did the gospel thing, but didn't know each other, but both in North Carolina, or both brothers. And uh, ended up hooking up, trying to form a group. Craziest story. Uh, they did perform and re- went to a studio, paid money, recorded an album. No, no, no label, no nothing. Got in a van. They had a van, somebody done bought a van, I think. And they drove from North Carolina to New York City. And uh, they were going to go straight to Uptown Records and get signed. That was their plan. <laughs> we're and just going to go up there and get famous that's real quick. Exactly <laughs> what they did. And you know what they? And you know what happened? It was so. They uh, drove right to New York City and they got into the city, and they didn't know where Uptown Records was.
2: <laughs> <clears throat>
1: so they had Before to just look drive it up. around, yeah, man. We'll run it. <laughs> It's funny, man. You can hear Dalvin, Mr. Dalvin, or Dalvin DeGott. His nickname is Mr. Dalvin. You can hear Dalvin tell the story. He's like, we pulled over and got a phone book and looked it up and we found the address and we went there and we just thought we were going to waltz in and get a deal because we're that good and it wasn't that easy, but they ended up getting their demo tape in the hands of Andre Harrell. Andre Harrell is a mega, mega, mega producer now who also passed away in May of this year, but he founded Uptown Records, which also was uh, a spinoff of RCA, out of RCA Records and I mean, but he 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 found Mary J Blige. He he's one of the true greats, like producers. I mean, what Uptown had Naughty by Nature and, uh, and a bunch of artists. Listers, y- oh, y- yeah. yeah, it's it's one of the greatest uh, yeah. uh, recording labels for hip hop. And when they went in and he got a hold of their tape and he heard it and he went, I think maybe I can do something with this, but I don't have time to mess with these guys, so he gave their tape. In the hands of an intern at Uptown Records, and he said, "This, you're in charge of this group, and I want you to put them on the map. You work with them." That producer, Sean Puffy Combs, really wow. intern, intern at uh, Uptown Records That's awesome. at the time. Yeah, so um, you know, and then they came out with you know the their very first album. They changed their whole out. They put them in baseball hats and kind of made them thuggy you know i say thug but like more ghetto looking yeah and uh yeah and they their first album was forever my lady and then it had stay and come and talk to me and some great songs on there and then they uh ended up you know later with diary of a mad band which my favorite album and cry for you and fiending and you know and then then that the show the after party the hotel just these great albums but to me they're I just, oh my gosh, man, I still listen to them. I still love it. It's, it's nostalgic to me. Yeah. It takes me right back to, and every girl in high school that I dated or in college that I dated or went on a date with, whatever, I mean, I put that CD or that tape in. Oh, yeah. All the, and some of them are like, hmm, I probably should have played George Strait. I mean, you know, honestly. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, dude, this is <laughs> my shit. Filter out. you filter yeah, You don't yeah, want a yeah, George yeah, exactly, Strait kind of girl. Yeah, exactly. though, right? So, yeah. And I mean, but they, they were so, uh, un, like, to me, they were just like, they, they struck a chord with me. And you know, and so it was just you know. And then they, then Casey and JoJo did their own thing, which is. And another interesting fact, though, uh, Jodeci, the first uh, R&B group to do MTV's Unplugged. Yep. Nice. First wow. non-rock and roll group I've ever.
3: Never seen yeah.
2: that. Is it still? Like, yeah. was it, it, actually
1: oh, Uptown what? did a thing, but they were the first one. Yeah, I hit them. L. on oh, L uh L. Did do Unplugged, but later, uh, Christopher Williams, Jodeci, Heavy D. Um, they nice. did a, uh, yep. And then, then later they hooked up with Mary J. Blige, Mary, Mary J. Blige and Casey dated for a while. Big rumor went around in the nineties that Casey gave Mary J. Blige AIDS.
2: <laughs>
1: Big rumor, huge rumor. And none of it was true. Don't know how it got started. Wow. Yeah. But man, Joe to C it's, and uh, if you don't know how they got their name, it's Joe to C, you know, but it's, it's a mixture of their names. It's Casey. It's Joe, oh, Joe, Joe it's, it's Dalvin no. and Devante. And, or you go yeah. JoJo, Dal, Devontae, Dalvin Casey, whatever. Joe I'm impressed
3: with the yeah. depth of your knowledge about JoJo. Oh, dude, man. I've known you my whole life. I know that that's my shit. you're yeah. like an almanac of hip-hop and R&B songs, just like mm. I Am Country and all that. I right, mean, right. that's just what you're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? but, and I think man, that's why yeah. we get along so good, yeah. because we don't ever listen to the same stuff. I mean... If we put together a road trip playlist, it would be fifty-fifty of yeah. probably nineties country and two thousands country mm. or eighties, yeah. and then the stuff he's talking about, yeah. and yeah. probably Bone Thugs. I'm not, yeah, gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but mostly Tupac, George Strait, but, you know, uh, Red Akins. Yep. So I guess we need to get to the honorable mention part. Yeah, but, 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 but I just
1: want—I'm just want to make sure, man. Just <clears throat> Damn, I just love Jodeci so much. We just dude. need to I, point I, I, out dude, how much. I just much want people to understand how much loves, I love. Him. He does <laughs> and they had the greatest opening lyric to a song ever, which is on their first album, and it was one of their hits called "Stay,"
2: and it just it's starts my with ones, yeah. yeah,
1: and it just starts with no music, no nothing, and it's uh, Dalvin, and he just gets the microphone. I'm not going to blow it out, but he just whispers <laughs> into the microphone, and this is how the song starts. He whispers and he goes, "Don't talk." Just listen. Just listen. And the song starts. And I'm like, hell yeah. Dude, that's like the motto for my life. I want people to listen to me and out of the talking. Yeah. <laughs>
3: did you say that? Did you, I saw that Facebook post with the greatest opening lyric yeah. of all. Did that's, you comment on that's that? That's what I said. That's what I put up okay, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mine was mm-hmm. Hotel California. Yeah. I can't that's sing a, it right now, but. On a dark desert highway. Yeah. Yeah. On a dark desert yeah, and that's holiday. great. That's, we should probably. I put the that. Toadies
0: one on there, but I immediately <clears throat> regretted not putting the Johnny Cash, the Folsom Prison Blues one on there. Well, oh, mean, you did say that, though. Yeah. There's just.
3: That's one of those lyrics that just reaches and just grabs you and yeah. yanks you right into the story. That's awesome. I mean, all kinds of genres do that to you. but Those ones yeah. you just remember, you know, you're like, damn. Yeah,
0: some awesome. of those, for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. reach in and attach to your DNA. And it's probably like some combination of how it sounds mm-hmm. with where you're at in your life and what
1: you're going oh, through yeah. and how those lyrics yeah, reflect man. on that because yeah. <clears throat> yeah. one of the big infl- uh, honorable mention i've mentioned her a couple times it's mary j blige man love she's her. huge early uh, like, uh, oh man real the, love and the, the, oh yeah and, and my life and reminisce and Oof. and real love oh see she, the, is the, one the, of the- she is so awesome man and and the fact that she could still pull it off to this day she's you know mm-hmm. she's they call her the queen of hip-hop and r&b and she really is to me and but groups like tlc were and the fuji's don't and exist, dude. The Fugees, and that yeah. and, and, and then, that so, might be. Formal. Oh yeah,
0: here we go. Yeah, dude, that might yeah. be the single greatest flash in the pan for yeah.
1: that that genre, maybe ever. W- which one that genre for hip hop and R.B.? Yeah, oh,
0: because it was just the one album, and then oh. Lauryn Hill went and did her own okay. stuff, and yeah. Wyclef did his yeah. own stuff. But it was but, yeah. that album. That album is, was oh yeah, my yeah, god, man.
3: has three separate badasses and went. Oh yeah. All right. yeah. They came let's, over they let's came do something over something. That, let's just throw something ooh, together. And it's epic. Oh man, no.
1: They did they, they didn't just they, Ooh <laughs> la 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 Oh, oh, and oh and then I mean that and that remix or the remix that they did for uh, Killing Me Softly and mm-hmm. but I think one of my top ten albums of all time is the Miseducation of Lauren Hill that one where mm, she did yeah. by herself. I, I still think it's one of my top albums of she's all time. One of, and for my money, she's amazing. Yeah. She's, she's one of the best singers I've yeah. ever yeah. heard. Oh my like god, locally. man! And t- she is beautiful I mean, in the face. I mean, oh, just yeah. beautiful. You could tell her, like Alicia Keys. If you look at them, like they just Alicia Keys is not '90s, but like but the Fuji's man, just to go back on that. Oh, yeah, boy, I mean, just damn, dude. I'm
0: glad you said that because I've. Yeah. I meant to write that down and I it didn't make it onto my paper for some reason. I wanted to get oh, into the
1: sorry Jamie, I wanna get into conversation okay. with him because the folks at listening at home. Okay, so Mark, man, when we grew up together and Mark was in high school, he was one year older than me I and mean, Mark drove this big ass green Oldsmobile, <laughs> right? I mean dude, <laughs> yeah, that thing was, was like three miles long, <laughs> yeah. you know. And man, he you know, some, sometimes I had to get around with him in, in town home from basketball practice or to school or something. Man, and Mark would just roll up and Man, you'd be playing either – one of three things I think it was, it was either Ice Cube, yeah. Naughty by Nature, yeah. or House of Pain. Yeah. And, man, but Naughty by Nature was – man, they, they, they were awesome too, man. I still like them. Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. Tretch is – Tretch, Vindog. Yeah. Dog, <laughs> yeah. Trech, I, mean, I remember there. that car.
3: Yeah. The back Vin end Vin came around Vin Vin three minutes after the front end. Yeah. Yeah. The front end. Yeah, you, yeah, you knew I was coming was because <laughs> the headlights <laughs> got there four, <laughs> four <laughs>
0: minutes before the – the cab of the car. You day. were driving
3: like, the big worm car before big worm's worm car. Was yeah, absolutely, thing. <laughs> man. That thing was awesome, though. And
1: dude, you could get in it, man, and man, you, I could talk to Mark in the front seat, but it would be like what? Because it was so oh, say it again. So,
0: 1977 Oldsmobile, uh, either 88 or 98. It was lengthy. No,
1: 88 or 98. It wasn't a the model. It was so a, a uh, 1977 Oldsmobile yeah. model. Oh, the model. Yeah, 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 98. 98. I don't remember which yeah, one. That, that was car was. Be. I mean, you know, avocado
0: green, son. <laughs>
1: avocado green. <laughs> it's
0: my grandmother's. <laughs> That's and the, legit. The, yeah, they were literally like riding on couches. And that, that, it was, yeah. man. It
1: seriously was. It was a like it velour. was a great. <laughs> that was a great car. I mean, not. I mean, there's no 17. Year old in the world that wants that car. No, but there's a bunch of forty year old dudes that would love to have that <laughs> yeah. car. Right
3: that's everybody's first car. Like the only yeah. reason why I hated my first my truck, oh, which man. I yeah, but that Ty tells a funny story. But because the radio sucked, mm. it was terrible. I was a, mu- a huge music fan, and I just you know I'd only been playing guitar for a couple of years, but and the. It had the, you remember the old school where they had the little metal thing where you just flip it up and open that little flap for smokers or whatever? Yeah. You know, oh, in front yeah. of the window. Those were noisy as all get out and you couldn't hear anything and the radio would go up to less than your phone does now. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't hear. I'd drive yeah. out to Leveland every day of the week and uh, go to class and couldn't hear Jack. Yeah. This is Jamie's first <laughs>
1: truck and I remember talking to him on the phone one time. It was one of the hardest I've ever liked talking to him. <laughs> and, uh, I said, "Hey, will you meet me at?" We made plans, and he goes, "Yeah, I'll uh, I'll meet you. There. I'll bring post up." And I went, "Okay, what's what the hell is post? What what are you bringing? Somebody post? Whatever." He goes, "Yeah, my truck." And I go, "What's post?" He goes, "Piece of shit truck." <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but you're right, though. I mean, now I would kill to have that truck yeah. because now we would have a brand new motor in it, probably. Uh, two thousand dollars worth of stereo equipment and you know a lift kit or whatever else you put on those things was it red no it was white it was well it started out black and it was spray painted white <laughs> <laughs> it was the most and it had a crack in the window and i was being just completely embarrassed like if i had to give a girl a ride home i won't say any names but we were at somebody's house one night and all having a good time and i volunteered to take a girl home that i had a huge crush on back in the day sorry again to my wife Anyway, and it was freezing cold outside, and my heater didn't work. And I'm like, "Well, I got 14 blankets over here. One of them has icicles on them. Just cover up with that." And all.
0: Put the yeah. Put it's the so, icicle one on
1: the
3: outside. Yeah, it's the most embarrassing thing ever. But now hey, baby. when you look back on it, you're going, "Dude, that was a great yeah. time. Hey, baby, it was epic."
1: I'm getting post and let's see what happens. Yeah. Post up. Let's
0: roll yeah, let's home. Post up.
2: Let's
1: see, let's see what happens. I'll tell you what's gonna happen.
2: We're
0: gonna
3: freeze our asses off. You <laughs> need some jumper. Cables. You might be a little wet by the time we get there. Yeah. Man. I'll I graduated this,
0: from a, a 1977 Oldsmobile to uh, a a former Wolfworth cop car that they auctioned off. No, I remember kidding? that too. Yeah, I do remember that uh, eighty six dodge diplomat did mcdonald drive oh, the, it uh, I, he may have yeah. yeah the white one with the yeah.
3: square like square looking headlights yep. and the funky yeah you got you
0: exactly that? seven gallons per mile
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they seven took the they take mile. the interceptor package off of it oh so yeah like, I mean, like there's, there's
2: pretty... holes you know in the top where they took the light bar out <laughs> yeah. and we had to put duct tape over those <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, man, you got that's good about, stuff. Yeah, the but, radios uh, are terrible in yeah. those things. Uh, can I
1: get back to the music real quick because I want to bring up – I know that he's not in the top, but you know my favorite of all time in the 90s is Red Akins.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: Red Akins is my favorite country artist because that ain't my truck. is my favorite country oh, song. That's a good
0: song. We well, yeah. spent some
3: time talking about Red Akins. Mm-hmm, I, yeah, he's yeah. just one of the ones that – Well, number one, he was – I don't know if you guys know. Well, I told Ty this the other day. He was a songwriter of the decade. He's written songs oh, wow. for – Artists yeah. that I've never even heard of yeah. and I didn't know, that you know either like but... there'll be video I'll go down these weird YouTube wormholes at night and just be sitting there looking at my phone with my AirPods in and you type in Rich yeah but. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> so anyway, so you you just go and you will I'll just type in like,
1: but does your airpods case have a little thing like that? No, <laughs> no, <not. laughs> no. Do you have a carabiner yeah. on your
3: airpods but a little
1: box there, no. but no, seriously, and I yeah, was gonna I say mean, like it, uh, uh, uh I mean, if I wouldn't have wanted to put Jodice on your Facebook post the other day, it was like, what's the greatest first lyric of what was the what was your pose that said greatest Opening lyric uh, a, yeah. of the song, yeah, like that, greatest yeah. opening
2: lyric
3: Which, of all time, does, yeah. Really uh,
1: awesome. And I mean, to me, a competing close second for me was uh, "She's been going out with him, and she's been going out with me." I mean, that's a great that's opening real, line yeah, that's to a, that's a song. That's, solid, that's, that's yeah. that ain't my truck, you yeah. know. So
3: it is. I mean, yeah. dude, he's legit. I love yeah, Red awesome. and he's still doing it. He's still his son is Thomas Red. He's written. I think they wrote their first oh, number one heard together. Of him, uh, yeah. Yeah. Song called Star of the Show. They co wrote that together, which is just an amazing effort. I mean, I can't even get my kids to put down a video game controller, and his is on a a tour bus. Yeah, writing songs. songs songs, You know, I mean, that's neither here nor there, but just he's an excellent songwriter, and he was awesome back in the day. He had more than just that ain't my truck. I mean, she said yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We saw him in concert at Midnight Rodeo. We saw a yeah. bunch of good people at concert in Midnight Rodeo. Jamie, I mean, not yet. Because we had the luxury of my brother was the general manager of Midnight Rodeo yeah. when we were in college. I mean, like, he was the head honcho. And so when concerts came to town, man, they're like, Jay, what's yes. up? Exactly. He would and we call would, us and go, hey, hey,
3: you guys need to come check this guy out. Yeah. And we'd never heard of the guy. Yeah. We'd heard of Red Akins really? just because of That Ain't My Truck. What was yeah. that, yeah. 90? only song. Yeah. 94 or 95. I can't we remember. Are, we it. saw a lot of good bands. That, yeah, yeah. We were like, yep. what the hell? And it was back in the that i know we talked about the the video music video generation mm-hmm. but he's one of two guys that i saw in a music video throwing a football yeah
1: and, and he could throw a football. It wasn't like a, he was a linebacker. Yeah, like he was, it was it wasn't college
3: like, yeah. college football caliber. It wasn't, yeah. no like bad. TV
1: throwing a football. It yeah. was like throwing a football, throwing a football. I mean, as much as I love the guys from Jodeci, I don't think that they're throwing football. I, I <laughs> no, just don't. They're not out there they, winging it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. They could be. I just don't see Casey doing that. You know.
3: I mean, Will Smith played some basketball in his videos, but yeah. other than that, I mean,
1: but yeah, Red Akins was. You could tell he could, yeah. he played football. So yeah, he was yeah. a
3: linebacker. I think. I think yeah. he actually played college ball for at least a year. Yeah, I saw one of those old grainy footage interviews on uh, the nashville network i think it was when he first got to town and that ain't my truck was just now hitting the radio yeah and he did a performance of it and he uh, i guess i don't know how it works out because i'm not on that level of being a performer or whatever but most of them go to town like guys like brad paisley go to town i mean he went to belmont which is in nashville belmont university and was writing songs for other people and then all of a sudden just said all right, I'm going to do it myself or whatever. It just became epic. And Red Akins was kind of that guy. He started out, and he got a record deal, had songs on the radio, videos, and then I guess he got dropped from his label at some point, and they said, well, you're a good songwriter, so why don't you see what you can do? And he just spit out hundreds of badass songs and was – Songwriter like of the decade. Chris
0: Stapleton does now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: guys like that. I mean, they're uh-huh. a dime a dozen in Nashville. But mm-hmm. when you get to that level, when you're considered this, you know, you win. I don't know if it was ASCAP or BMI, but he was the songwriter of the decade uh-huh. last year, which is amazing. Yeah. That's, But he's, yeah, yeah. definitely. Awesome. He's one of my honorable mentions. Yeah.
0: So. I don't know about you, but all the bourbon is you now uh, down at cup. the bottom yeah. of my yeah. cup here. Yeah. mine too. Yeah. too. I don't <laughs> want to drink bourbon.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just drinking cranberry juice. Yeah. Coca-Cola, I'm not drinking Mom. anything.
3: All the ice melting in my Dr. Pepper. Let's just say that. <laughs> so no more honorable mentions. this then. is
1: fun, dude. I mean,
0: honorable mention away. Um, oh,
1: oh, can I just? These are people I took yeah. off my top four. Yeah. Because I rearranged my list about twenty times. Um, Mary J. Blige, like I said, was on it. I took her off. Uh, Real Usher was on it. I took him off. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Nas was on it. I took him off. Yeah, I had Nas Yeah. Yeah. Um, Public Enemy was on it. I took them off. Uh, yeah. Uh, L. Cole oh. J was on it. I took them off. BC Boys was on mine. I took them off. Um, also, uh, uh, these are guys that... Oh, uh, Ghetto Boys was on mine. I took them off because they weren't that influential to everybody mm-hmm. else. Texas guys are Ghetto Boys, H-Town, High Five, UGK, uh, Destiny's Child, um, Master P, and all that area. I didn't. They weren't on my list, really. But um, anyway... Those are some people that I were – R. Kelly was, would be on my I just don't want to get into it. So, <laughs> I mean, but, so, Understandable, I, I, yeah. I I, uh, I still think he's – I mean, he's still on his – Have you ever his, heard
0: Aziz Ansari talk about going to his show, huh. like in, in his act? I don't it's think so. so fucking funny. Well, He's talking about R. Kelly is the greatest R&B star maybe ever. Yeah. He goes to the show, and he goes in, and, like, it's just dark. And then R. Kelly, like, while it's dark, is just singing – you know, my body's telling me no. no. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yeah. then one beam of light comes down and it's like he's shooting a beam of light out of his cock. goes straight <laughs> up to the ceiling. <laughs> you ought to try to find it. It's so funny. It's ridiculous. You are he an a also, over there, aren't you? Dude, he <laughs> yeah. also tells the
1: greatest as he tells the greatest story about <laughs> Kanye.
0: Yeah, I need to go look through the telescope at this girl with the titties.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's, not, but he, it's the but he went over to his house and he goes, you know, he's like, it's a party. And he went over to his house and, he goes, I went over to Kanye's house. I walk in, and it's just Kanye sitting in his living room. And his music is bobbing so loud, he can't hear me. anything. It's like the music is so And it's just me and Kanye. And he's sitting on his couch, and he's bobbing his head to the music. And he's like, come sit down. This shit is dope, yeah, isn't these it? These beats are the dope. dope. Yeah, and he's like, these beats are dope. And she goes, he's like, yeah. He goes, you know who this is? This is me. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he goes, that's like me coming home listening. like Somebody come to my house. I'm just listening to one of my comedy albums. Like, yeah, yeah you like these jokes? <laughs> these jokes are really my like jokes. jokes. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Let's get out of here.
1: I'm out of here. Yeah, we've been... Yeah. I got too many to I, name. About an hour and a
0: half now. So.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. That's about... Well, that's under my record time, I think.
0: It's about par for us, probably. Like, yeah. We just... Quit paying attention to what's going on and just keep talking.
1: Right. I appreciate fun. y'all guys yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah like I that was, it, I that think was that turned awesome. out to be a pretty good one. Absolutely.
0: Hey, thanks for checking in. Go look. Uh, this is all I'm going to say. Go look at pick dot com. You can find everything you need. Uh, hopefully, we will bring you something equally as awesome next week. Later.